0: Welcome to episode forty-five. I refuse to learn to drive. of Story Mode, a video game <laughs> podcast, the official podcast of StoryModeGaming.com, brought to you by FanCritical. I'm your host, Jesse Gryffindor Monroe, and I'm—I've got myself into a real pickle here because there aren't enough houses. I am joined by Lauren Ravenclaw McLean.
1: Oh, so close! Yet so
0: Keelan, far. Hufflepuff. Simpson, Fuck
2: you, you lazy, non-driving fuck. How dare you?
0: <laughs> Shut up, Hufflepuff. <laughs> Josh. Slytherin? Is that the other one? No, yes. not Slytherin. Slytherin. Yes. <laughs> Connor. And Simon Evans. <laughs> The other wizard, just the other wizard,
1: under the The stairs.
0: You're like I don't know. You went to one of the other schools, the posh one,
1: and he's the British one, right? You don't give him (laughs) a house.
0: Also, I'm I'm sorry. Us at Hogwarts don't just give out (laughs) handouts. Okay, people who live in England. Also, I'm about as
3: Gryffindor as it gets. Thank you.
0: What does that <laughs> even here, mean? Yeah.
3: Yeah, absolutely, Josh. It's because okay. Simon and I stand for something unlike yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely, guys. because we you know, have morals, we have ambitions, we have integrity. You know. Yes, thank you. I couldn't think of the word integrity. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know, Simon.
0: You know, what, Simon. You know what you didn't get though? A letter from an owl on your birthday. So you can stay at home. You can lane. catch the normal trains. Your chocolate doesn't run around. Okay. Ow. Yeah. Have your okay, normal okay, food. Uh, okay, but actually,
1: your jelly how beans don't clever? taste like Ewoks.
3: How clever would that be to like try and encourage exercise in fat people is by having their food run run
0: away from them. I'll get a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot <it> down. <laughs> hey, sandwich, bang, bug snacks. 3.0. Right? Yeah, it's exactly it's snacks, but... We've trained for this
1: with our bug snacks. Guys,
0: we've buried the lead here to our last episode for 2020. And the first annual Story Mode Gaming Awards for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence. Yes. Try
2: to say that three Simpsons times reference.
0: fast. Try to say that three times fast. Go on. Nah. Um, <laughs> I know. <don't- laughs> after, after, what, 50 odd episodes, I know where my limits are. <laughs> and it's uh, S's. Um, (laughs) how how are we all feeling about this year of games? How are we feeling at this this rapturous time of year? It's
2: been a big year, hey? It It has, hasn't it?
0: Like,
3: in such a a weird year for, you know, the rest of everything, the rest of existence has been fucked,
0: (laughs) but video games have been incredible for the most part. The fact that a game, like... So, we've had some amazing games. We've had some amazing new IPs. I think it really... So, researching for last week's Double episode, where we went through uh, the year month by month, if you haven't checked it out, you should go do that, was a bit of an eye-opener because a lot of stuff I forgot or just assumed it happened last year because this year has gone for about, what, 23 months? So, looking back on... The games that are coming out, stuff like that. It's amazing that any game came out this year, let alone two brand new consoles. And yes, some of, some stuff was a mess, but a single game coming out during COVID is a minor miracle. So, hats off to er- anyone and everyone working in the the, the gaming industry. Fucking hell, yeah, good that effort.
2: Was an effort.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And
0: little, little clap, little clap for everyone. To, to think, like
3: Woo. some games which have you know notoriously been delayed for forever, like Final Fantasy VII remake. No, oh, didn't came even get
4: delay. Come on, like,
3: it's come on, it, it was one of those games that people were umming and ahhing about it for ages, like oh, is yeah, it actually totally. going to come out? And you know yeah. that sort of joke, as it were.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, well, but yeah, that, that actually came out this year. That was that's real. That's an actual game from this year.
0: It's just you've hmm. given us a, a good segue into our first category. So these categories have all been voted on by uh, listeners. We put out stuff on our social media, some surveys. Um, we could go share your responses to. I believe there's like 14 categories. I should know that. I organised it. You should know. 13, that's... 14, something like that. We're gonna go through each category, just discuss the nominees, and I have in these envelopes. I haven't looked at the uh, results yet. I have an oh, envelope. An the uh, mystery. We know you've actually
2: got
3: envelopes as well.
0: Actual envelopes. Can you hear these at home? Probably not. But you'll be there to hear me tear them open. That'll I guarantee. So we have best comeback, best performance, best new IP, best handheld, best DLC, best ongoing game, best... I can't flick through these very quickly. Best protagonist, best antagonist, best NPCs, best gaming-related moment... Best hardware, best story, most anticipated game for 2021, and game of the fucking year.
3: Our so, most prestigious award, apparently, because yes. I'm, giving it, I'm giving it that title
0: now. <laughs> the, 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 we're going to give our golden campfire award away to someone. A real golden campfire, <laughs> um, but it's going to be delayed for an indeterminate amount of time due to COVID. <laughs> so first category best comebacks this is the best remake remaster or re-release we had a few this year our top choices our nominees are persona 5 royal from atlas final fantasy 7 Remake from square enix tony hawk pro skater 1 and 2 from vicarious visions super mario 3d all-stars from nintendo and Demon's souls from bluepoint games how do we feel about these any standouts for you guys all of them. Every single game on that list is excellent in its
3: own way. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like <laughs> this is arguably one of the best um, categories, just in terms of quality of game. This is an yeah, this is a standout one. one.
0: The game that blew me away from this, and I didn't expect it to be... I knew it was going to be good, but fuck it, how vicarious visions. Tiny Hawk Pro Skater was mm. so goddamn good.
2: Mm-hmm. The, the thing about tony hawk like, mm. that i've heard I, I mean i know you guys are all fans of the um the series as a whole but i've heard mm. people who just do not care about tony hawk in any way shape or form just say that this game is fantastic you don't care about skate yeah. culture you don't care about any of the the, the boards or the tricks or the brands or anything like that but it's a goddamn good game that's awesome you just want to play a good praise. arcadey game and yeah. that's it high praise and
3: then Final Fantasy VII, I think, provides itself very well to a future f- where RPGs aren't immediately met with eye rolls from Jesse.
4: <laughs> that's true. That's well, true. That's a big get. Well, yeah. I think uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake as well kind of like, you know, kind of skirts the line here. It is a bit of a nebulous kind of area this game inhabits. Um But man, yeah, like the way that game has managed to adapt the original kind of text to a new generation and kind of make it more relatable, kind of more grounded in a weird way, while still being like over-the-top Kingdom Hearts bullshit. Yeah, that's what it is. Josh and Lauren,
0: like you guys are some of the biggest Persona 5 fans I've ever met. I think one of the first things you guys ever told me when I first met you is, you should play Persona 5. If you haven't, you're an idiot. You should play Persona 5. Um you
1: said, who are you? Get out of my room. I'm like, I can totally
0: leave. <laughs> get, get out of my house, please. Um, how do you feel about Royal? Royale, if you will. Jump on it, Lauren.
1: I haven't, I haven't touched it yet. I haven't touched it. So, uh, simply because it's too close to me finishing the original. That's fair. That I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't touch on it, but I'm very excited to. And, um, the fact that it adds like 30 hours extra gameplay on top of what was already 120 hours of experience for me is just like phenomenal. And I mean, yeah, I, I played Persona 4 Golden rather than just the original. And, um, the changes that I saw between the two, like just kind of, uh, researching what you saw in the original compared to what you saw in Golden was like also just like mind blowing. So I'm excited to, yeah, I'm excited to to get my, sink my teeth into this one again. But yeah, it was, I think we, uh, I watched Josh get the platinum here and that was, them, that was dude. at the point where I was like, maybe I should play it again. And then he got the platinum and I was like, that's my fix for the next two extra <laughs> years. I
4: like, I've revisited Persona 5, the, like in the weeks leading up to Royal just because I knew that I'd never actually return to that original game again now that Royal was out. I just wanted to say goodbye to it, you know, close the door on it, send him off packing, you know, he's gone away to college. Um, but now that I did that so close to Royal's release, I'm like, I'm good. I'm good for a bit. I'm going to save Royal for a rainy day when I'm in need of some JRPG shenanigans.
0: Sorry, just going off on Persona tangent real quickly. Um, it's the anniversary. It's like the 20th anniversary or whatever of Persona next yeah, right. Yeah. I believe mm-hmm. so, yeah. I've heard rumors going around of a fighting game. Oh, that's not yeah, rumours. T- Is
1: that what Strikers? That's happening? Is that Strikers? Yeah, in February.
3: Yeah, Persona 5 Strikers. I don't, I
0: don't, I don't, oh, shit.
4: What, I didn't see that with Strikers. Game. Come yeah, Strikers on. from the fighter.
3: It's, it's not, a, not a proper fighting game. It's uh,
4: no, a. Let's like, be like a I proper, so. like, Street Fighter fighting yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So the, the director of the Persona 4 fighting games has already said that he's been approached and he just needs to find time to make it because they're they're still pumping out DLC for fighters and they've done, you know, Grand Blue, Fantasy Versus and all kinds of games since then. Um, But they're actively just searching out, you know, trying to find the time to make the Persona 5 fighting game. I have no doubt it's going to happen. But, yeah, Scramble or Strikers is, is, yeah, the Musou one, um, which looks awesome. But um, I'm really looking forward to what um, Arc System Works can do following their work on fighters Like, they've learned so much since Persona 4 Arena, and those games are actually awesome. (laughs) Well, let's see
0: what the votes are are telling us. So, can I I get a drum roll? All right, drum Drum roll. Let's do this. It's rolling. All right, and the winner is... That's a proper envelope rip. You can hear that? Yeah, that's good. All right. I don't actually have to rip it open, to be fair, because these aren't sealed. <laughs> I just like the drama. It's You've
1: broken the illusion now. Why did you do that?
0: <laughs> Best comeback. Peel back the curtain too far.
1: <laughs>
0: goes to Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 oh. with 33.33% of the vote. Oh. Yeah, oh. yes. yes. Well done, Mr. Tony. So we had Final Fantasy at 286 Mario Alsace at 19.1, Demon's Souls at 14.3, and Persona 5 Royal at 4.8.
3: Wow. Yeah.
0: Oh, Good job, Tony
4: like, awesome. I really don't think they could have brought back that franchise any better way. And for the, the quibbles that I do have with that game mm-hmm. um, are mostly that I'm just don't feel compelled to return to it. But it's, yeah, I, I, I kind want of, to go back to it, you know.
0: <laughs> I sort of finished. I did everything you could do without going to the online games. It's not yeah. the sort of game that I play much online with. Yeah, but I smashed down about a better week. I have no reason to go back to it, but that week was very wholesome. It oh, was yeah. very fulfilling. We
1: had an, an awesome that time. That soundtrack. Going oh. through yeah. every individual thing to do in every level before we moved on to the next The next scene. And that was yeah. that was a hell of a good time. Yeah. Apart from the two-minute time limit, but that's fine. I'm over it.
0: We, we live with that. I'm moving on. And this is the fact that Roswell still should be more. Roswell's a disappointing Look, level. it had I've, aliens I've about but that
1: before. Yeah.
0: <sighs> well, let's move on to the next category best handheld game. And it's been a really fucking good year for handheld games. Mm-hmm. These categories are strong. They all are. Uh, mm. First up, uh, my beloved Hades from Supergiant Games. Yeah. They've got Hyrule Warriors, uh, Age of Calamity from Omega Force. Animal Crossing from Nintendo. Animal Crossing New Horizons, that is. Carrion from Phobia Game Studios. And Paper Mario, the Origami King from Nintendo. Any standards for you guys?
1: I like okay, all of the games. Skip over, They're all good.
0: Let's skip over Hades. We've spoken about Hades a lot. <laughs> let's probably skip over <laughs> Animal Crossing because we've spoken about that a lot. Horror Warriors, Carrion, Paper Mario. Lauren, you play Paper Mario. I
1: played Paper Mario and Carrion, but I didn't play Carrion on handheld. But I did get all the achievements. I just want to f- flex that real quick because oh, I, don't I don't get flex you much. I not play Carrion.
0: Okay, we didn't Whoa. discuss carrot. Carrie was so Whoa. cathartic.
1: That was me flexing in real life with my non non-existent. You could muscles. hear that.
0: <laughs> that came across the mic. <laughs> <laughs> hear that? Uh. Our the t-shirt tearing at the at, at the shoulder. My
1: Morgana t-shirt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> more like more muscles.
1: More muscles. Uh? Nah. Uh? Nah. Hey, hey, forget about it. Hey, That's oh <laughs> Jackie. Jackie. <laughs> I'm sorry, what were you we saying? Carrion. Carrion <laughs> was Carrion was a very nice, disgusting indie title. Um, full of yeah. viscera and um stuff. That's a, that's like <laughs> a, that's like a, <laughs> a fluid thing <laughs> in front of muscles and kneecaps and stuff. Anyway. I'll take your word um, for it. Oh yeah, plenty of <laughs>
0: plenty of
1: it. Um, we
0: have a lot of doctors to listen to this podcast. Uh, <laughs> oh um, shit! I thought
4: the stats say. I,
1: I have, have a degree in the
4: show.
0: All doctors present, Joe. Yep, yep. Doctor. No, give a
1: Um, no, Carrion was really was a really cool little indie experience. Um, must admit, obviously, didn't play it on handheld console itself, but I could I could only imagine. I know you played it on Switch, Jesse. Um, I can only imagine what yep. it would be like to kind of sit there and just like have the destruction under your little thumbs, little thumbs there. with Under a- the covers. Although I, I
0: yeah. did play a little bit on the TV, and it, lo- it looks gorgeous. Like, I really, oh, it really enjoy that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'll admit, the only reason I picked up this game, I had good word of mouth, but for the website. We had just launched a website. I want to get a review out. Mm. So, I was like, okay, this, I can beat this in a few hours. Mm-hmm. Cool. I kind of want to get, like, my review brain going, thinking over again. Yeah. And I, re- I fell in love with it. This is one of the games I keep telling people to, to pick up because it's, it's not long, yeah. it's not expensive.
1: So you do get lost.
0: And yes. Oh, my God, you get like lost so many not fucking times. quite a
1: compass. I had to, uh, towards the end of it, I had to look up a video playthrough. But it, it's kind of like, I know this isn't uh, much to do with the actual handheld part of it, but because it's kind of somewhat like a Metroidvania kind of title, you kind of, you're in, like, this main area and you've got to go to, each corner at certain times and you watch a playthrough and they go to a different corner, but you've already gone to that corner. So you've got to kind of wait for them to f- finish up what they're doing in the video for you to like move forward. Like it's really hard to try and get a grasp of where you're going, especially if you think you've gone everywhere and you have oh, wait, to wait no, for you. I like, do a remember you playing it because pick it up.
0: You asked for help a few times and I'm like, I've got no clue where you are until you're at <laughs> the end. I'm like, I know exactly where you are <laughs> yeah. and I have the exact same goddamn problem.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Can I get a drum roll. How dare you? <laughs> Undo that. Can you, can you do a reverse drum roll?
1: <laughs> oh that's god, it's not it like wow. Karen was oh. like, yeah, that's that.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, I I didn't like that. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Real quick, that's not like wet grapes being vacuumed up. <laughs> <laughs> that was god. the most PG rated like Culling, <laughs> comparison I could ever. just make. Then to be fair. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's good to know that you can actually suck up drum rolls, though.
3: Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. It does sound like wet grapes. It
1: does. Um, it, oh. it's, a,
3: it's a little known fact that after every successful drum roll, grapes do just happen to form <laughs> yeah. in front of you. It's a rare then, drop, but yeah. it does
1: happen. <laughs> it, yeah,
3: it, it, it's rare, but it does happen.
1: <laughs> just to give Paper Mario some love, seeing as we are at the end of the year, um, that was a very fun experience. Um they brought in the new uh, gameplay system of the the puzzle board instead of having it be like a usual RPG or whatever it is, um, uh, and that was it was okay. It was okay. It was it was good for the first maybe quarter of it, and then in the end, you can like pay the toads to solve it for you, and that's just what I did because the coins were so abundant. And You've I was gotta pay like, pay
0: the toad toll. <laughs> the toll.
1: <toe-tole, laughs> you got to exactly. get into that toad toll. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> I it's like man. the shy guy that <laughs> <laughs> sniffs the sniffs a bed. No, the toad that sniffs the bed. When you yeah. go to a certain spot and you ask him what he's doing, yeah, and that goes was his bed weird. smells real good, and it was like I don't know if I want to play this game anymore. Feel violated. <laughs>
4: uh,
1: but that was a very nice, uh, fun handheld experience. Um, uh, and the story was it was okay. Honestly, I think it might have been in maybe ten hours too long, but. <laughs> How long was
4: the game? Oh,
1: about twenty it was hours? Like, it was like, yeah, it was 25? like Twenty Five?
4: It was a lot, yeah.
1: It was a lot. And it was it was one of those um uh those those experiences where you've got to it's like what are they called? Like the
4: fetch quests. There a was fetch a lot of you get to somewhere the and they're like, quests. You can't get through the gate until you get
1: until you five do
4: feline footfalls. And you're, like, and you're like, Oh I'll God, find those right. footfalls.
1: And you go do that and you find the felines <laughs> and then they go to get to the feline footfall festival you've got to <laughs> collect the apples from the apple tree and you go to the apple tree and it's like the apple trees run away and you're like fuck me i don't even know <laughs> if i want to do this anymore like seriously but you you power through it and y- you get to the end and the origaminess the origamis um just a really cool style honestly yeah
4: what an aw- <laughs> really awesome cool style. art style for sure yeah and <laughs> you get to Big yeah. origami
1: monsters, that have but I mean, big like also, powers.
4: like watching Lauren play it as well. Like, seems like a game that was vastly helped by its writing. Like, the writing was. I awesome. think that's always the case
3: with Paper Mario games, in some way or another. That they're, they're in. Well, no, sorry, they're not
4: infamous. They're famous for their quality writing. Yeah. So yeah, awesome translation, good localization. Um, All right, Simon, sometimes.
3: spit them grapes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, hang on, just. Before we jump ahead too quickly, Age of Calamity, um, real real quick. I've only I haven't played much of it. I've played the demo, which is available for free on Twitch, so if you're interested. It's a good demo. Play the play the demo. It is more Higher Warriors. Um, so if you've played that, whether it's the Wii U version, the 3DS version, or uh, the final edition on the Switch with all of the DLC and fuck ton of content. It is more of that. It is a Dynasty Warriors game with a Zelda skin, but it is fun and it does just it, it just feels good. It just feels
0: good it to it play. It does scratch that itch. It, again, even just the demo, it scratched that itch of like I want to go back to the Breath of the Wild Hyrule. Yeah. And it's not the same, but there's enough nods to it that it makes you quite nostalgic. Well, the gameplay is arcadey fun. I enjoyed the uh the demo. It's one of the games that if Nintendo you know had sales. I would gladly pick up this game cheap oh, yeah. and have a lot of fun with it, but I think it's one of those games that it's just going to always be at that, like, 60-buck G-
3: Generally speaking, anything yeah, with, with Nintendo plastered on the front, whether it's, you know, Mario or Zelda or Pokemon or whatever, very rarely goes on sale. So if you ever see any of it on of sale and you go, oh, yeah, this looks like a kind of good game, fucking grab it. Yeah. Just that's yeah. my advice. Drum roll. Alright, we have a Dynasty All Warriors
1: right, award next year for best Dynasty Warriors game? I vote two through
3: five. I I vote Hyrule
1: Warriors.
0: (laughs) Drums. Yep. Fucking hell. That envelope gave me a fight. All right.
3: Looking forward to Jesse getting the paper cut before the end of this episode.
0: (laughs) Hey, great. (laughs) Where did they come from? Uh, Best handheld goes to. Animal, of course, Animal fucking crossing yeah, New Orleans for fair. 61.9% of the vote Well deserved. Next up we have H- Hades at 19.1 wow. Horror Warriors at 9.5 Carrion at 4.8 and People Mario at 4.8 as well
1: It's just a jolly time in your hands Good choice <laughs> It's the best <laughs> jolly time you can have well, in your
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's gonna when get taken out of context Put Very that on quickly a billboard. <laughs> Oh my lord I, Sorry, Derek record that <laughs> Can I save that? <laughs> <laughs> we, need to, we need to make merch now. Um, it's
0: a jolly time mean, in it, your It's band. a perfect year. <laughs> it was a perfect year for Animal Crossing. It was. I think people got burnt out in it very quickly. But even when you're burnt out in it, it, it's of no fault of the game. Mm. Uh, well, not completely of the fault of the game. I think people played in Hyperdrive because of just extenuating circumstances this year, I guess. Um, but hey, I sunk... 70 80 hours into it We're not a good time
2: yeah i think it was yeah. a phenomenon like to the point where i someone who has zero interest in animal crossing whatsoever was completely immersed in talking around the conversation around the thing so i, I absolutely think it it held a space in inside of our culture especially when it came yeah. out it's yeah. that's a big deal and i'm glad it's acknowledged yeah, yeah. let's I think because of the fact that
3: it came out just as, uh, I think, COVID started to get kind of serious worldwide. Um, I think that's when, you know, lots of people started to acknowledge the actual threat that it's posed and how serious of an impact it was going to have on people's lives. Wait, what's this?
0: COVID? What's that?
3: Um, uh, It's just this little known disease. I mean, we don't really have much of it in Australia. I shouldn't be
0: saying it because I keep sniffling and coughing. (laughs) This could be my last episode.
2: People should play Doom instead. You could basically kill the COVID disease. demons look like. That's true. That is true. Yeah, even like reading
0: the lore in Doom is akin to reading like tweets about COVID being fake. Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. <laughs> what? <Well, laughs> what the fuck's happening?
2: That's on you, man. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, All
0: right. Next category. Best new IP. Some really cool shit coming out this year. Like brand new Snacks from Young Horses, after nomination. Ghost of Tsushima from Sucker Punch Productions. Hades, again, Supergiant Games. Immortals Phoenix Rising from Ubisoft, my baby. And Dreams from Media Molecule. Guys, we had some cool new shit come out. Fresh, tasty, nourishing. Bugsnax is weird,
1: but I liked
0: it. Yeah, Snacks was weird. Real (laughs) fucking
3: weird. It's, I feel like it's so weird to think that Ghost of Tsushima came out this this year.
0: It's weird, yeah.
3: Like that doesn't that, feel right in my in my brain that doesn't add up.
0: It was a very solid like two, three months of Ghost of Tsushima where it was just like everyone was raving on about because that is a very, very good game. But then it just ended. I think I can't remember what game came out next. It could have also been the new consoles. We sort of got caught up in the in the hype of them. It's like, okay, let's let's look at the next wave of games coming. Yeah. So it had that um I guess that problem being rather right tail end, coming out what, June, July this year. The one that's really sticking out for me here is a game that I just keep coming back to, is Immortals Phoenix Rising. And it's such a fun, cool direction. Um that I didn't expect from Ubisoft, to be honest. And it's a good... It, it's taken some of my favourite elements of uh, of the Assassin's Creed series and twisted them and given it some ridiculous Adventure Time DLC, which is...
4: Yeah, man, that looks <laughs> sweet.
0: Something expensive, though. It's like 15 bucks.
4: Jeez. Bloody
0: yeah. Uh, it's like Horse Armor again.
4: No. <laughs> yeah. No, I will, um, also, I will say, like, Immortals looks... Crazy appealing to me because it just reminds me aesthetically of, like, the kind of game I just see on a shelf in, like, you know, a video store and just pick up and be like, yeah, cool. Like, freak mythology big, and like, stuff. Yeah. Sort of cartoon-y PS2 vibes 2 energy to it. Yeah. 100%. Where you,
0: you borrow from, a, like, a video easy player for a week. and am like, I need to borrow this for another week. Yeah. I really like this. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. It reminds me of, like, gaming after school. It has a sort of innocence to it and simplicity, which I find really, really uh, appealing. I right also want to give a shout out to Dreams. Um, yeah. Dream is a game that I don't think enough people got to exp- I don't want to say played I think it's the experience more because it's not just gameplay it's also creation um, it's like a game making tool and again I, I maybe I'll do uh, an article or something on this website storymodegaming.com uh, later in the year on the one year mark of Dreams coming out just to have a look at what users have created in that in that world because I've seen Dream has been nominated for a fair few awards you know around, around town and They've been showing off some of the stuff that has been made in the last year, and it looks crazy good. That Wipeout game that somebody made, they've tweaked it more, and it looks, like, phenomenal. Like, stupid good. Holy shit. But, let's find out who won. Drumroll Plus. And the winner, the 2020 Best New IP Award is... Fucking envelope. God damn it. (laughs) Yeah, paper cut. (laughs) Ah, oh, that Dion. Hey, look, it's cherries this time. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> and the winner is Watch out for
0: the pits. Ghost of Tsushima, sixty-one point
1: nine percent. Runners up:
0: A Hades at, 19.1, Bugsnax at nineteen point one, Bug at ninety, sorry at nine point five, and Phoenix Rising and Dreams drawed on four point
1: eight. All that gin, butt. Of Tsushima. Not that I experienced that? that. It's the gin butt.
0: All the gin, the gin, gin has a, butt. a port buttock, if you will. Mm-hmm.
1: Single one, single. I should have called
0: it that ass of Tsushima sh- 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 You know what I mean? That's a handful and a
4: half right
0: there. That's a handful and a half. That's mm-hmm. right one. Maybe <laughs> the next year we'll have the award for best ass in the game, and Jin Sakai can be every single nomination.
3: <laughs> sure, I'm here for it. Let's do it.
0: Like uh, Jin, kind on the eyes. Instead of Sakai? Because mm-hmm. I, that mm-hmm. was rough. That joke to. could take some improvement, maybe some add-ons, maybe some DLC slash expansion. Now, next category. What the fuck sort of segue was that? Who cares? End <laughs> the year, guys. It'd be nice. So, <laughs> our nominees for me best, <laughs> best DLC slash expansion, our nominees are Pokemon Sword and Shield with the Isle of Armor and Crown Tundra from Game Freak, who control all DLC from Remedy, Monster Hunter Iceborne from Capcom. Doom Eternal, The Ancient Gods Part 1 in software, and Destiny 2 Beyond Light from Bungie. Uh, do any of you guys get around to any of these DLCs this year? Uh, the Pokemon one, yes, and
3: Iceborne, of course, because I am oh, a yeah. monster hunter fanboy.
0: Wait, what?
2: Yeah, I know, right? Crazy. Uh, I never knew what? this about you, Simon. <laughs> hmm? um, I played the uh, Doom Eternal DLC, and uh, there was a lot of memes sort of floating around saying, like, oh... This um, the Doom Eternal base game is like a tutorial for the Ancient Gods Part One. Um, yeah, it's that's entirely true. Like, is I, don't really it's, I don't difficult? want touch to it. It's nuts. It's freaking nuts, and it is in thrilling. the trailer. We
0: see two of those. What are they called? Those are the Hunters, they Marauders. Uh, marauders. You see, you fight two of them once. I can barely fight one. I can barely fight half of one. I can barely fight the normal dregs, little <laughs> zombos. <laughs> I'm shit at that game, and that scares me.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, in, in regards to the to the Pokemon ones, um, Isle of Armor, I thought was fine. I guess it, it was. It didn't impress me as much as I was hoping it would. There were some aspects of it I did really enjoy. The fact that did the, it?
0: Uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, you. It's no secret you don't like swords. I really do not like them. <laughs> do I? Uh, does Isle of Armor and or Crown Hunter approve? Uh, approve? Improve the experience? Um, Isle
3: of Armor. Isle of Armour is slightly better than the base game itself um, in terms of the way you interact with the environment and the Pokemon that are available and just sort of the variation that's provided to you. It's quite nice. Um, Crown Tundra, I still haven't finished it, but it is intended as a post-game DLC. And it shows and it is good because of that, because it's gone. Hey, because with, with the Isle of Armour, it's it's set up in a way that you can access it at any point during the main story. Ooh! so um, you could be three gyms in five gyms. You can have done all eight gyms and become the champion like I had and then go do it. And it's scaled to however far you are in that game. And it's fine for that, but because of the fact that it's left to be kind of open to access at any point, no one acknowledges certain things that you've done. Like I was, uh, I was, I was the champion and had like kicked everyone's ass seven ways to Sunday at least three times over, and no one acknowledged that. No one said know what anything type about
1: advantages that. Are? <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> well, it's a fighting type, so you want to use flying or psychic Pokemon. You're oh, no <laughs> really? just like, I
0: caught God in a ball.
3: Yeah, <laughs> like. I have have this mythical Pokemon following me, like literally walking around behind me. I'm good. I know what I'm doing. Whereas Crown Tundra offers a lot of legendary Pokemon available to be caught, some fun character interactions. It is designed as a post-game DLC, so you get referred to as the champion, and people acknowledge how strong you are and say, oh, wow, yeah, I wouldn't expect anything less from the champion. And you're like, oh, cool, you... uh, acknowledge the fact that I am the champion This and is a
4: big step forward for Pokemon games
3: it's, <laughs> uh, it's a headache and a half that it's taken, you know, this long for anything of that caliber to have been done, but here we are So I've, I've enjoyed Crown Tundra a decent amount so the, it's not definitely not bad uh, Isle of Armor, I was slightly
0: disappointed but overall it was a fine fine. Experience. Speaking of disappointed, Control, a game that you guys may not where i actually quite a fan of Control. I know I like to keep that under wraps. Yeah. Control like I, w- <laughs> I was disappointed and I'll leave it at that. But Destiny True Beyond Light, Destiny the game I wanted to get back into, I finally started playing Beyond Light on the um, Series X. Oh my God. Like the gunplay in that game is beyond perfect. Like, yeah. I don't know how they have made the guns in that game feel so satisfying Going between like Destiny Two and I'm going between Destiny and Cyberpunk and just day and night. Like I know they're very different games, but even other shooters like uh, Cold War, Call of Duty, Cold War, it just it is pales in comparison to the gun play in Destiny Two. Um, also, right that running at one twenty frames,
1: yeah. Bungie are actually really nice. like
4: best in class. Like I hold all the Call of Duty games, like the actual fundamental controls and aiming and just how slick that feels even with a controller like in the highest regard for first-person shooters but destiny 2 is literally best in class i got a drum roll please all drum roll i'm
0: getting good at ripping these envelopes open and the winner Best DLC slash expansion for 2020 is Pokemon Sword, Shield, Isle of Armor, and Crown Tundra with 38.1% of the vote. That was surprising, <laughs> that one, actually, a little bit. Yeah. Runners up are Monster Hunter Iceborne on 23.8%. Simon, you didn't read the vote enough. No, I Destiny didn't. Destiny 2 Beyond Light, 19.1%, and a tie between Doom Eternal and Control at 95 Wow. You-
3: that is surprising. Simon, <laughs> Simon.
0: Spent I'm, a few uh, minutes very carefully praising that game because I know he does have a lot of opinions on Pokemon. Yeah, Um so lot. I'm sure that is. And I like <laughs> it like lot. you talked it up, and then it was like, oh, well,
1: maybe. Not. <laughs> sure. yeah.
0: I mean, look. Like, I, I my, it's much my,
1: more accessible than the rest of the games, you know?
3: Yes, yeah. Um, and look, my, my vote, I actually I voted on all of these. My vote did go to Iceborne. I think um, the, the Iceborne was just so good like so full of content and great little developer things like there's a there's a hot spring in the multiplayer area and you can sort of crawl around in the hot spring and you can also slide like a penguin whilst you're in the hot spring and if you slide out you like react like your character is like ah like you've just scratched yourself or you can slide into like a pillar and you knock yourself unconscious for a few minutes it's great it's a good time
0: and that will also be seen in Miljovic's upcoming Monster Hunter film.
3: If there isn't a hot spring there scene, there I'm, I'm just going to walk out.
0: Those reviews <laughs> are hot trash. I'm very excited to go see it, um on the, on the weekend. Hells, yeah. Moving on to best performance in a game of 20, released in 2020. We've got Laura Bailey as Abby and Ashley Johnson as Ellie from The Last of Us Part 2. Darren Zorb as Zagrith. Darren Corb. Friend of the show, if you will, uh, from Hades, Tatsuki Tsuji as Jin Sakai from Ghost Tsushima, and Naji Jetta as Miles Morales from My- Spider Man, Miles Morales. What are the standouts there for you guys?
3: Again, everyone like
0: this is this these is these people category. are
3: incredibly talented and should be proud of their work. Yeah.
0: I think there are three performances here: so Abby, Ellie, and Miles that made me tear up. For various different reasons, and then Zagreus and Jin were just like, "I want you to be with these guys. These guys are just fucking cool." I, uh, I, I personally, I can't go past uh, Last of Us Part Two. Anything Last Part Two story wise, I know people have issues with the story and issues with the gameplay. Blah blah blah. But I found these performances really impacting and really powerful. And it's again, it's a game I think about daily since I since um, finished it. And that really goes to the performance of um, Ashley, Ashley Johnson's Ellie, who we we knew was going to be great. We knew what she was like in the first one. But Laura Bailey's Abby, when certain things in that game happen, you want to hate her, but then Laura gives her this depth and it just makes you very confused and very very conflicted with how you want to feel towards her. And it takes a very convincing performance. To get you to flip on some of her actions and maybe see her as, hey, maybe she's the good one. Uh, yeah I, I, I found it absolutely
4: jaw dropping performance that one.
0: But um, how, how about you guys? Any, st- what, what, are the, what,
4: which ones, you know, will stay with you? I definitely think, like, for me, like, as difficult as it is, and like Laura Bailey is a huge name, you know. I don't want to always mm. give it to the huge names, you know, but like Abby as a character, like, stands apart from all the other characters you've listed for me. Um, and not just because it's difficult when you do present awards like this because we tend to gravitate towards games like The Last of Us Part Two that have these very dramatic moments that make for some, you know, they that ask a lot from the actors, you know? it's a bit different from Hades that has a different kind of art style and it doesn't require, you know, the mocap and so on, you know, yeah. and you do, it doesn't attach the names like Laura Bailey or Ashley Johnson, but I, I really do believe that Laura Bailey's performance is to be commended. Um, especially, you know, with some of the controversy surrounding the game, I think it just kind of makes me appreciate their character even more. Um, Cause I think, I think, sorry, go on. God, oh, I was just gonna say it just I made me appreciate that, that character <laughs> and it made me appreciate that character more um, just because I didn't realise it was a character we saw so little of <laughs> until it was given to me you know I genuinely think you know hopefully
0: years from now the, the controversy around The Last of Us Part 2 has died down We could, I think people will look back on Laura's performance as one of the great performances in a video game because it just it transcended it being a game um, but yeah Let's see what the people thought. Simon, launch them grapes. Oh, wait, I don't like that thing. <laughs> Let them fly, <laughs> sir. I want to get... Spank I, them
3: grapes. I, I want to get like a potato gun, but just fill it with grapes and just launch <laughs> grapes at
0: people. Come on, show us your grapes. Rip. And the winner of best performance in a game released in 2020 goes to... Bum bada bum. Laura Bailey as Abby with 28.6% of the vote. This is a close one. Oh, uh, wow. Ashley Johnson and Suzuki uh, Suji um, as Jin, 23.8% each. Then we had Naj as Marvin with 19.1% and Darren Corb as Zagreus with 48 I honestly From don't Darren-
1: think I heard Daisuke Suji say anything at all. So that's surprising.
4: <laughs> really? Yep. <laughs> I only played, no. like, 15 hours of it in front of you. That's <laughs> What the hell?
1: Listen, we, listeners, we play I know our it doesn't sound like it, but I promise I do play games. <laughs> it just sounds like I sit back and watch.
0: Um, Lauren. Yes. There is, like, an autumnal area in Ghost of Tsushima, okay? There's you can go there. There's, like, an autumnal area in the game. Uh-huh. You could go there and you can have some sort of real emotionally jarring experience there. Mm-hmm. And it'll fit right into. Look, I'm I'm angry. You made me play Firewatch, and I'm really emotional still.
1: Hey, look, listen. So good. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not even going to say sorry for that because it's a good experience.
4: I do want to give hour. a shout good, out good to hours. um, is it Nadish, Jita? Uh I uh, I oh, yeah.
0: apologize. If I'm pronouncing uh, that wrong. Yeah, <laughs>
4: I'm, I'm sure I'm not doing it either. Um... I didn't he want to say, like... He killed it as Miles. Yeah. I'm like, even... even I, I really do believe so. Because, like, I don't even... I don't think I'm as hot on his performance as you guys are. Um, but I do think it was a very interesting take on Miles. And I think, like, he really did make it his own after the first spider-man and kind of seeing the influence of into the spider-verse but still being able to put a different spin on it and i kind of love how nasally he kind of is in this game you know he's, you can tell he yeah. kind of hams it up at times when he's really distressed and stuff
0: but it was just really cool
4: i really like playing I really- I brought up
0: when we had our um spider-man spoiler cast um if you've beaten the game since that came out you should go back and listen to it i brought there's one line when he he i don't want to give you away in spoilers, but there's one fight which he didn't expect he didn't expect to have to fight somebody. And when he's talking to his friend, his voice cracks. it's really, really impactful. It's really mm. good. But let's move on to our next category. And the nominees for Best Ongoing Game in 2020. Now, these are games that released years ago, but mm. let's just see if they had a strong 2020 year. We've got Final Fantasy 14 from Wait. Square Enix. Fortnite from Epic Games. Apex Legends from Respawn Entertainment, Destiny 2 from Bungie, and GTA 5 Online from Rockstar. Look, Simon, Final Fantasy, take it away.
3: Yeah, cool. Um, (laughs) Even though there's been a pandemic that has directly affected a lot of um, gamers and the studios behind the games and so on and so forth... This development team have been so good at looking after themselves and each other and like some of the stories that you would actually hear from from the blog posts that are put up are just the cutest things. It would be like, ah, instead of being able to turn around and talk to this designer about this item I wanted to implement, I had to call them. And instead of it being a 5-minute chat, it ended up being a 15-minute phone call because we were too busy catching up with each other. And it was just so sweet and so wholesome. And I genuinely love this little development team. They're not little, but still, I love this
0: development <laughs> team. Square Square there, it's like, guys, we're paying you to work, not to chit-chat.
4: <laughs> but that's Get back thing. to work! Yeah. We <laughs> don't make Avengers like, um, deals unless you work, goddammit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> But like, it, it was one of those things that you'd, you'd hear lots of little stories like that coming from the development team themselves about how their working habits would have changed slightly and instead of just having a quick little oh yeah, can I do, can I do this thing? It would turn into a much longer conversation because they'd just be chatting to each other. And even with all of the hindrances that have been provided to us we have had some of the best Final Fantasy content ever. Ever made. And I will absolutely die on this hill. It's been so, so good. I have never cried in the middle of a boss fight before, but God damn, it was
0: incredible. And I cry in every boss fight, <laughs> like Demon Souls and stuff like that. I fucking win. Actually, the final cool, boss upset, of the though.
4: first Dark Souls, pretty damn sad. I'm just sad, every- I'm just sad all the
0: time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to pay a little bit of a to um, Fortnite. The way that Epic makes these events, like these whole world events, where the normal battle royale stops and something happens where it, it unifies the player base. So this year, the big one was that a big Marvel season, blah blah blah, and um, Galactus, old mate, planet-eating Galactus came along, and you fight him. Everyone at one point fought him together. And the game completely changes, you fly around the bus, you shoot again, you do like a Star Wars-style trench run. It's really cool. And then the whole game resets and you get a new season full of new stuff, like the Mandalorian this time. Um, And there's also a very strange vein of of lore in this game. And it seems like they're leading into more and more, Um, you can find characters in the world now that will explain some of the backstory to you now. I really like the direction it's going, um, and also just a shout out to GTA Five Online. They've just introduced another island. The fuck? Yeah. Can we can we please Green get New that? F- can we get that for the single player, please? Can we get any Agreed. updates for the single
3: player? Can we get an expansion for the single player, like you did with GTA Four? Like two really fucking good expansions for GTA Four. Was it three? I have no idea. Uh, was,
1: was this the game where they on, yeah. have casinos, but you couldn't go into the casinos? Was it GTA Five? Or was y- that
3: another game? Yeah, G- GTA Online. Yeah, they. Or it was added like the- coming
1: soon or something.
3: <laughs> they added casinos, which you couldn't access at first, and then you could, but you could only access it through a heist, and then they added the full casino or something. I kind of mm. lost track at that point. I don't
1: know what they're doing anymore, do they?
3: <sighs> the problem is, no. GTA Online <laughs> makes oh, so much money. Yeah. <laughs> I like how they're called Shark Cards as a complete, like, piss take of when. Mobile developers would call certain game companies. It's
0: only satirical (laughs) if you don't do it.
3: Yeah, I know, right?
0: (laughs) It's only satirical if it's a fucking joke. It's like, hey, we're fucking shark card can rip you off. Anyway, that will be eighty four dollars. Yeah, but like it's GTA. That's just
4: being GTA. It's satire, isn't that clever?
0: (laughs) Yeah, true. No, it's not not a subtle game. All right, drumroll, please.
4: Congratulations to,
0: to Fortnite 42.9 percent I like how you're drumming stopped immediately. 42.9% yeah. of the vote runners up uh Final Fantasy 14 at 28.6, GTA 5 online at 19.1 and Apex Legends of Destiny 2 drawed on 4.8. Nice. With that being said, I mean the thing is
3: and We're not doing any recounts. No, no, no. That's fine. Um with with Fortnite. Because it is such a juggernaut, yeah. In in what it is, you know. Whereas Final Fantasy XIV, even in its own genre, is still number two. So I get that, and fair that's, fair, fair that's, fair not, fair. that's not a dig at Fortnite either. Like, fair, full credit to them. Me to the dig.
0: I see. I, see, I, I see through you. <laughs> hey, wait till they have like um, Cloud or Sephiroth as playable characters, Fortnite.
4: Yeah, I'd hop on. i probably over hop on. <laughs>
0: Uh, get, on get, on 100%. 100%.
1: Get,
0: on get on the bus. Get on the bus. Hey, Simon. Simon, buddy. Get on the bus. <laughs> get, on the <laughs> the no. get on the bus, <laughs> mate. Get, get on, on the bus. Play get on, on the Switch. The... What's what's get the Perth the equivalent of a Mikey card?
3: A smart rider.
0: The fuck? Smart rider? Yeah. What is that? Ugh.
1: Get oh, your V-Bucks and grab get a silver Mikey's pretty gross, too. Yeah, Mikey it's bad.
0: Bring back the mech card. mm
1: yeah, the Met card was cool. Ugh, it was
4: classy, classy,
1: you know? You don't know classy. anything about it. You're from New South yeah, Wales. Yeah, I'm like, Josh, get <laughs> out
4: of here. <laughs> yeah. I've heard tales of the Met card through the grapevine. <laughs> we like hear tales legends. of it up in New South
0: Wales. <laughs> <laughs> You'd go yeah, to don't the you have the Oyster card <laughs> in New South Wales? Fuck, I
3: don't the know. The Oyster card's I from, I the from the country. I in the country. Yeah, it's from London. The Oyster card. No what, buses. does it have an
0: oyster on it?
3: N- no, I don't know why. Why it Oyster Card? I have no fucking... Because I think the, the idea was like, oh, look, it- the world is your oyster. L- London is your oyster. Oh, here is your Oyster Card. Jesus
0: fucking Christ. Nope. nope, nope. Oh my God, that's the worst thing I've ever heard.
3: Uh, that's pure speculation on my part. I have no fucking clue, all right? That's
1: cute.
0: It's a starfish card because everyone here is a star. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> if Let's I move don't on. Get, I'm full of rage.
3: If I don't get a custom card from you... Like, at some point next year, Jesse, and it's just a starfish on it saying you're a star, then I will <laughs> be a bit upset.
0: I'm going to mail you an oyster. And the award you is your oyster. That's rather and impractical. going to smell bad. It's well, rather impractical. I'm a rather impractical guy. <laughs> Let's move on to best protagonist in a game release in 2020. We've got Jin Sakai from Ghost of Tsushima. Ellie! from The Last of Us Part 2, Miles Morales, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Abby, from The Last of Us Part 2, and Zagreus, from Hades. Guys, how cool is Zagrius? He's I'm playing a lot of Hades lately, I still can't beat it, because I'm an absolute scrub. He's pretty He is cool. just like, one of the downright, like, coolest characters, even though he's just a, he's just a whiny teenager. But I'm like, He's so hey,
1: sassy. Hey,
2: yeah, he's so a hot, hot cartoon.
0: He is a hot cartoon. Here's the
2: thing about Zagreus, so, Zag- is a whiny teenager yes you're right but he's also showing the seeds of being becoming a good man and yeah just throughout and he's
1: a hot cartoon that too okay and, and, and,
0: Lauren, and, you and bring, be- bring a very good point here show of hands now nobody at home can see this okay so don't be embarrassed put your hand up for you'd bang zagreus it's like he It's all of us, it's <laughs> all of us. It's <laughs> <laughs> zagreus you should come to life and come visit
1: us all oh, no, he's a teenager
0: <laughs> he's not a
2: teenager he's like oh no no no, no look, guys no you're early 20s yeah he's he's gotta be he's a god stuff happens in the game and that implies right. it's anyway so the thing is his
0: interactions he a goat
2: his interactions with all the other characters inside of the game just like it really tells you what kind of person he is, he does stuff wrong, and then the way that he handles that moving forward is like you're really like, oh shit man I wish I was half the person he was (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I wish I was as good of a person as he was because I would not (laughs) handle that situation with that kind of tact I have
0: have the familiar I have like the family issues that he has but that's as far as I get
3: (laughs) I mean, but I mean, there's like when you bump into certain uh, NPCs and he's like, oh hello sir. And he's so polite to everyone.
0: I and love what he calls like, um even though this Sisyphus is- mate. Yeah.
3: The way he says mate. mate is so joking. <laughs> oh, no,
0: so is Sisyphus that he calls mate or is it um uh Sharon or Charon or
2: I think he calls them both dude. mate. Yeah. He calls them both mate. Oh, I like
0: that. Get A mate. I know he's Australian now. Get A mate. I'm Ozzy Zagri in it. <laughs> I scratch scratch me dad's cold or now. I got a fucking boot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right, right. When are we going to get optional voice options for Zag? Come on, Super Giant. Let us know <laughs> if you need a very British English voice actor. Megara, me me <laughs>
0: Megara. Oh my gosh. Meg. Ooh, <laughs> proper. Meg, Meg. Stop hitting me, Meg. Oh, <laughs> it's like your fucking sisters again, isn't it? All right, <laughs> give us a trouble. Tr- <laughs> Rip. All right, let's have a look. Best protagonist in a game released in 2020 goes to... Hey, Miles Morales, hey. 42.9% of the vote. Fuck yeah. yeah. And then we've got Jim Sakai from Ghost of Tsushima at 238 Ellie uh, from The Last of Us Part 2 at 19.1%. And then we've got Abby and. Uh, sorry, Abby at 9.5 from the Last of Us Part 2, and Zagreus at 4.8. Y'all messed up. No
2: You're sleeping on Zack. Zagreus to add more votes. No you should be sleeping but with Miles, Zach.
0: hells yeah, yeah, what a cool dude.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm, here, for, I'm here for Miles. <laughs> 100%. 100%. I mean, when 100%.
0: Miles Morales got announced as the like the chief protagonist in the, in the new Spider-Man game, I know a lot of people were a little bit wary, because everyone really liked Peter from the 2018 Spider-Man. But
1: the movie came out. F-
0: yeah, yeah. I think the the movie definitely helped this game, but I mean the game by itself is still phenomenal. Spider Man Miles Morales is one of the best Spider Man movies you'll ever watch. Because it's short, there's no filler. It's just oh, it's so good. But hey, these good guys got you gotta have a bad guy in a game, okay? You gotta have a real jerk to fight against, or there's no point in having a hero. So let's have a look at some of the best antagonists from games released in 2020. First up, we've got Hades from Hades, the Tinkerer from Spider Man Miles Morales, Kusan Khan from Ghost of Tsushima, Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII Remake, and Tom fucking Nook from Animal Crossing. God. What do you stand up there? I hate Tom Nook. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's just Capitalist a nice pig.
0: guy, all right? <laughs> no, he's not. It's yes, a case. No.
1: He's just trying he so predatory. hard. He's, he's an entrepreneur. Yeah, he's, he's throughout.
0: Okay, mm, have you guys seen the, the um, episode, uh, the Itchy and Scratchy episode? It's the Itchy and Scratchy Land episode of Simpsons. When they go to Itchy and Scratchy Land, and they trade all their money for Itchy and Scratchy dollars. And then you find out that nowhere in the park accepts them. <laughs> the um, Tom Nook Island Adventure has that same vibe. Hey guys, come to my island. You come to the island, you're like, oh, we just have bells here. And everything costs a lot more than you think. It's like going to a music festival and having to pay $14 for water. Because it's the only place you can get water from. So on this goddamn island, I want a chair that should cost me about 20 bells, but you're saying it's costing me 20,000 bells because you dictate the prices here.
1: Fancy chair. Yeah, hey,
0: you, fancy you, chair.
1: you won big on the turnip market. You don't get to just yeah, discuss yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. you're, yeah you're, you are right.
0: I, I am a modern day Wolf of Wall Street man. I forget <laughs> the man's name. Um,
1: Jordan Belfort.
0: Jordan Belfort. I'm a modern it. day version of it. Rest in peace, Jordan Belfort. He's not dead. Um, <laughs> friend of the show. <laughs> I don't like his business practices. I think he's a dickhead. Uh, I, I you there's something about if his, he doesn't give you him a giving line. his
1: um like if sorry. he gave you a timeline maybe
0: yeah if it was yeah. like
1: a month give okay. a month to pay me back game Please over. Wait.
0: So I come to the island. <laughs> I think you guys can tell, I have issues here <laughs> with, with this with this Tanuki. Okay, so I come to the island and I want to build a house and that costs me bells. I want to upgrade my house and that costs me bells to make those bells. I need a fish. I need to do chores, I need all sorts, okay? His little shitty kids, or nephews, or whatever. I can't what they are, let's call them...
4: How dare you say that about Timmy. Timmy and Tommy?
0: No, no, I've got a no problem with them, but what's the thing that people, um... What Donald Trump did with his kids, how he just gave them rolls everywhere.
4: Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just turned out and I heard I you say what Donald Tom
0: Trump did. Tom dog is committing incest with his children. Um... <laughs> no, um... You know, you know when like a parent gives their children <laughs> or their nepotism? family I don't know. Is that
1: what nepotism, it is? yeah?
0: Are you telling me like these incest. kids who do shit all could afford that land to build that shop of theirs? No,
4: they were given that money. I had to no help way. them get that money. They're all about the hustle. They're not about the hustle. They are man. They work like twelve fun. hours a day. You just said it yourself. They're fucking Tom Nook. <laughs> Come on. No, <laughs> right, uh, right, I'm right. Like hand right. hang on, hand.
3: On. Let, let's break it down to its simplest form. Tom Nook. First of all, you sign up to an island, like a deserted island package, with no money.
0: What no, 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 the you fuck sign is up for, a deserted island package? What does that entail? I
3: mean, I mean, clearly what you do in Animal Crossing. You signed up, you signed up for this shit. with no money. And then he goes, okay, can I have some of the payment for this package, which you are already on? You are here. You took the flight. You are on this deserted island now. Can I please have some of that money? And you go, uh, uh, I don't have any money. Oh, and so oh, he's like, oh, okay, he's that's fine, mate. Right? That's all good.
0: Yeah, that's not good. Hey, in real life, when people all flew to an island because of a badly formed business plan like this fucking Tanuki has, where he's like, oh, pay me when you're here, you know what it was called? Fire Festival. Okay? Your island resort is a fire festival of Nintendo
4: because it wasn't planned out. I
1: don't no, I ch- is. I think exactly. it's actually canon
4: that your villager lies on the credit check forms you have to fill out before yeah. signing up <laughs> yeah. for des- the deserted island getaway package. What's the um, owl who runs the museum?
3: Blathers. What's his name?
0: Blathers. Bl- Blathers suck dick for water, uh,
4: just like. Dude, what the <laughs> hell? Were you coming at my boys for?
0: Mate, yeah, this is you what you're is just this? Like, what? Look, I like Tom Nook, I actually <laughs> like his business sense. And like, like Lawrence said, I made a lot of money in that game. So I admire yeah. him. I, I just see him as a competitor, to be honest. Nice to be on the island.
4: I will say, you though-
1: are you representative.
0: I, I want to run it like a king, oh. <laughs> a dictator, if you will.
4: Hang I do want to say, like, the, the
0: reason why you don't like Tom
3: Nook is because he's kinder than you and has the support of the people, while you don't.
0: <laughs> he's the better version of me yeah. in real life. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Got more hair too.
0: Ah! <laughs> You're trying to usurp <laughs> the well. nook. Right. <laughs> I'll try to flirt with him and it wouldn't let me. <laughs> Probably for the best. Big
4: Thanks, on. Nintendo. Alright, give the drum roll, please. Uh, I do want to say Oh Sephiroth like great back in and Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Um I think uh, the way they used him was very interesting compared to the original, but it all paid off in the end. And um I think the without spoiling stuff. I think his implementation was wildly unexpected and made him a terrifying force and to be like actually f- frightened of. So I still haven't played seven yet. Is it a quite a departure from the original? It's a remake. Yes. Uh, I don't. I don't want to say anything. <laughs>
0: but so okay, just say is it is it a one for one remake or not? It's not. No. no. Okay, I'm interested. I'm more interested now than I was before. Um, also, when I was making the, the videos for um, the uh, nominees, the categories, I had to do a lot of uh, cutting of fun of fancy videos. That, that g- every character in gave game, very, very attractive. Gorgeous. Yeah. All very pretty. But oh, yeah. Sephiroth, speaking of hair, beautiful
4: hair. Like, I feel- Beautiful I hair. feel like you can't appreciate Sephiroth oh. as a villain until you've rolled credits on that game for reasons. Roll credits on part
0: one of the remake yes, or roll or credits roll, on the Roll whole-
4: credits on part one of the remake. All
0: right. Alright, I'll use to go quite soon. Um, alright. Drummer. them grapes out, Simon. Rip Oh fuck. That's not a tricky one. You'd really think bad. by now I'd be good at this, but I'm not. And the winner is, 28.6% of the vote. This is a close one. We have Thomas Nook. <laughs> <laughs> Son yeah. of a bitch. <laughs> Son Thomas of a bitch. Thomas <laughs> Uh runners up include Sephiroth, uh, uh 28. 3.89%. The Tinkerer Attaboy. at 19.1%. And Kuden Khan and Hades equal on 143 Nice. But let's move on to- Oh, this is a fun he category. He just wears a
1: Hawaiian shirt. I don't know if you can- You can't- That's a good- That's a protagonist in my mind.
0: Yeah. Anyone Tom, who, you who think wears Tom a Tom Hawaiian Nook shirt. Anyone who wears a wine shirt is a protagonist. Yeah. yeah. Are you telling me that, that Newman from Seinfeld is a protagonist
4: of Jurassic Park? Oh, 100%. Yes. 100%. I don't, I, I, no, it's right, a very short on, movie if he's a I protagonist. I was rooting for him the whole time.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, my eyes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, got this, I got this weird shit in the shaving cream can. Ah, oh, my eyes. You just wanted to hey, share a, the I'm gift a, of dinosaurs. I'm a computer wallpaper. It's so a yeah. good film. Can we do some episode on ba- best dinosaur games?
3: Two rocks.
1: <laughs> Yes, yes, and the we The Jurassic can. Park
0: games actually we so could. Okay, I'm putting that in the vault. Next up, best NPCs. Because uh, this year we had some really really fun NPCs and games. I thought we should uh, give them some credit because they don't they rarely get the 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 dues. First up. The Grumpuses from Bug Snacks, Hells yeah. Mm-hmm. The Horny Gods from Hades. Oh, God. oh, yeah. Tom Nook and Isabel from Animal Crossing. Rio Morales and Ganky Lee from Spider-Man Miles Morales. And Lev and Yara from The Last of Us Part 2. Guys, the Grumpuses. I love them. I love them.
3: Yeah, but I mean, also, Ganky is an absolute precious
4: bean of a human. Genki I feel like he's Ganky wear Where Sasha says Mare? Genki's too he, perfect, Genki. man. He's like he's like sucking your dick the whole time, and I know that you need that, <laughs> and it's learned. a Spider-Man a game. Shot. But like, he's literally well, he so he squeaky. He's so squeaky clean that it's just like, whatever Miles like comes across any kind of resistance, I feel like Genki's just like, God, kind
1: of man, you're the best guy this
4: I know. So- <laughs> you should you should build an app or something. Yeah, <laughs> I, hey, I
0: love Lockety. you. Why does his voice change so much? <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> it's hey, eight. Miles, show us your dick again. <laughs> oh it's it's awful. It's this, Harlem, it gets This to podcast you. is too horny. It's about video games, okay? Ganky Lee did not suck my This is literally wrong. the I mean, horny did, gods in, in this
1: category.
3: Yeah, we are the horny <laughs> yes, gods of this.
1: They're
0: really attractive. And they're kind of horny.
3: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. All of them. They're Greek gods. What else do you fucking expect? Yeah, like, they were all. They're literally literally all. literally Half of Greek mythology is just because Zeus couldn't keep his fucking dick
2: where it belongs.
0: Yeah, but he would, like, turn into a goat and then have sex with an eel. Like, yeah, he yeah. was
2: But you know, there's was also, there, was, there, was, there, was, there was also a lot of what Josh was talking about a little earlier, that Trump shit, you know, a little bit of incest. There's in a there lot of that going people. on. A little bit
0: but of, of quote-unquote incest.
4: But we don't oh. talk
2: about that, you know, okay? We're going to ignore that. Yeah, talk about that now.
4: Okay, are going to ignore that.
0: Nah. They're
2: all family, guys. They're all family. and They're constantly flirting with each other. Ugh.
0: Look, I mean, yeah, no, don't yeah, do no, that.
2: that's yeah, okay.
0: No, I've got. Story put putting his foot down. Yeah. Okay. Despite what
3: Pornhub tells you, it's don't incest. look
0: at your stepbrother that way. It's
4: kay? incest, bad, not,
3: not incest. Okay. Oh God! God. God, damn God. Damn it.
0: All right, give us a drum roll. Get us out of this goddamn quagmire. <laughs> and the best. NPCs in a game. Released in 2020 are oh, Thomas Nook and Isabel yeah. from Animal Crossing. 33.33% yeah.
1: 3 of the Boat. Cool. yeah. I was very then we have Rhea excited. Morales
0: and Ganky Lee at 238 The Grumpuses from Bugsnax at 19.1%. Uh, Lemon Yara from The Last of Us at 143 And the Horny Gods from Hades at 95 I
1: just think people didn't play Hades enough, including myself. Yeah. I haven't touched it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys would love Hades. Oh yeah, you
3: guys will enjoy the shit out of
1: it. I, I keep telling myself that I'm going to go buy it. I keep. I think before I was like, I'm going to go buy Hades after this podcast. After we talked about it, and then like I went and made food, and then the next time I was like, I'm going to buy Hades right now. And then my Switch was dead. And it's you know, on sale. It just, I think. It,
4: it's buy sale. Hades on sale. It's after this Bye. on Switch, Lauren. Lauren, I, I, I will... played Firewatch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You did play Hades. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, I played all the other Super Giant games. I love Pyre. I, really, boy. I, I want to
0: go back and play Pyre now. I haven't played Pyre yet. I've I heard never really felt
1: good so connected, such an attraction to a character other than than I did with, with Hedwyn from Pyre. Fetch out. Mm.
0: The Super Dragon just makes hot characters. Is that the go? I
1: think so. Yeah. That's Pretty Sword. Yeah. That Sword's yeah. voice.
0: <laughs> Damn. Alright, let's move on. It's getting a little bit too steamy here. So i are going to move along to best gaming-related moment of the year. Now, this isn't the best games of the year. This is the best gaming-related moment, like, in the zeitgeist. What was this the funnest moment of the year in, um, in regards to games? So, first up, we have that two weeks we're all smashing out Animal Crossing. We have the Thirsty Hades fan art because it was thirsty, as you could probably tell by our discussions. The PS5 reveal. The Return of Among Us. And the two weeks we're all smashing out Fall Guys. Did you guys fall into any of these categories? How many I crowns did you almost get, all you them.
1: How many crowns Among you us? get? Hmm? Look. Mm-hmm. How many um, crowns you get, Jesse? Jesse, tell me. It
0: glitched. There was a glitch in my game, but my uncle who works at uh Epic, <laughs> he said that where they're buying out um four guys and they're canceling all the crowns.
1: Oh really? Um, mm, yeah, and they're turning
0: them into V-Bucks. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um so if your answer if your question is, Jesse, how many V-Bucks do you have, I guess. Uh, none. Um, <laughs> I couldn't win four guys It did oh, Fuck sake Among I Us
3: I, I definitely f- fell into the Among Us um, Bubble Quite quite hard And I still stand by it It is also now available on Switch So absolutely grab it And Xbox it is,
0: It's on it, um, Game Pass
3: It is 100% one of those games that you
1: Only PC. Um,
3: You should play
0: with your friends Absolutely
1: I did just download it. I haven't touched it yet because I'm scared. I,
0: I couldn't get into it. But maybe all, all all five of us should have have a game soon. Maybe it is something that we all need to play together. Because yeah, I, get it I on, play it with a few different people Plus.
1: now. could couldn't, couldn't get into it. Mm. I couldn't do it. Um, Fall Guys was good fun, though. Fall the guys PS5 was a reveal was weeks. I could
0: hear the music. I could hear the music. Whenever I hear somebody says Fall Guys, I hear the music yeah, burning into it up my up brain. Because I, I can't beat it. It's, it. It did. It burnt very bright. But it did burn out quite, quite quickly. Yeah, it's um, still
1: going very strong. It's still going, yeah. It's
0: but I think very strong. It's nowhere near where it was because I remember I was playing it a fair bit with um Gaz and Len from Fan Critical, and we were discussing like how long do you think guys think this game will last? And I was like three weeks. It, it, it is very. It's very fun, with short burst. But it's again kind of like Animal Crossing. People were playing it in a bit of overdrive. They were playing for hours at a time. Sure. These, you know, forty-five second blocks that are very very repetitive because there weren't that many different games at the start so you can see people fall off kind of quickly but god that was a that was a time
1: animal crossing uh, was magical though
4: yeah that
3: was cool. animal yeah, crossing, animal was, crossing was, was kind of surprising. really cool
0: like I, I, I have a feeling again i haven't seen the winners winners of the categories i got a feeling animal crossing will win
3: i have a feeling animal crossing win, that yeah. two
0: weeks was the best thing in games to happen since Pokemon Go came out? Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. it, was everyone, yeah, everyone it was was fine. happy. For very a very
3: similar sort of sort of thing, yeah, actually. That's a really, really good comparison. And also, I just want to remind you guys that during that time that Pokemon Go came out, Australia didn't have a function in government.
1: Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I would argue we government. still don't.
3: I mean, no, we don't, but who still, was the like,
1: professor in Pokemon Go? That was my prime minister
3: yeah like that was that was
0: actually what was happening at that point because the, <laughs> what um yeah so, sorry keeping on ca- keep on topic
1: i didn't know we got what, a functioning um, government back
0: there what group were you guys part of in um pokemon go big dick mystic sorry sorry simon <laughs> sorry mate the fuck was that you heard me big dick mystic
1: <laughs> the red one <laughs> I was in the yellow, the yellow team. Bella um, I was totally
4: blue. The
0: whole average fella yellow. <laughs> that was a rhyme. No, Vella. was blue red. As well?
1: Instinct yeah. was yellow.
0: Yeah. A mystic was blue. Blue, blue balls.
1: Multress. I'm to do it no, any any off, fire part That's the day of the week. Zola, I'm, I'm all about every five
0: Keelan's just glazed, his eyes are just glazed. Over yeah, yeah, how do
2: you remember that shit? I mean, that was four years because ago.
0: Because the professors were hot! <laughs> it's like, how do you remember the gods in Hades? Because they're hot. Mm, yeah. They how probably- do also- remember Tom Nook? He's hot. Like, come on, man. <laughs> also, Get I have from- been <laughs>
3: starting to play Pokemon Go a little bit more recently. Decided so to pick it back up. Fine. And I hate it and I remember exactly why I stopped playing. So I'm just trying to level up a couple of Pokemon and then I'm going to put them all into Pokemon Home and
0: mm-hmm. never touch the game again.
1: Hmm? We he live sells, near a, kind of near a cemetery and every time I drive by it, I always think of all those nights I'd pick Josh up from work at 11pm and true. then we'd drive through the cemetery, spin all the stops, <laughs> you know? Why,
0: why are there so many stops in the cemetery?
1: I just, it's like It's oh, very man. interesting. I learned history, probably. If I paid attention, which I didn't. There were lots of sand in a cemetery. I'll tell you that much.
0: <laughs>
3: Just glad there were I any ghost
0: types.
1: Mm.
0: All right, back to best gaming-related moment of the year because <laughs> we went off track there for a moment. We we're talking about
1: best catching sand trues in the cemetery. In
0: you'd think you'd get, like, haunters and stuff there. Um, Simon, <laughs> spit them grapes.
1: There were Gengar raids at one point. That was fun.
0: Rippity, rippity. Let's have a look. Best gaming-related moment of the year 2020 is... Fuck off! We have a draw. <gasps> what? At twenty-eight point six percent of the vote each, we have the two weeks we're all smashing Animal Crossing, and the two weeks we're all smashing Fall Guys. Hey, yeah, yeah,
2: that, that on worked out real
0: well. Hey, yeah. that was we a good like two, two cumulative month. Uh, <laughs> then runners up, we have the Rise of Among Us at nineteen point one, the PS5 reel at fourteen point three, and Thirsty Hades fan art at nine point five. Look, I think if you could just distill the joy that the gaming world has as a whole from the two weeks we were all playing Animal Crossing, two weeks is being a little bit over the top. It's about a month or so, maybe yeah. a b- bit longer. And same with Fall Guys. If you just distill that happiness... That was like that's like peak what video games should be because everyone was playing the same thing. Everyone would have fun with it, mm. even if you sucked at games like Fall Guys for some reason because you just couldn't beat it because it was glitchy or something like that. I don't know, maybe something was wrong with your controller. I don't know. I have no excuses.
3: <laughs> you're right. You don't. It was still
0: fun, and that's what you would tell yourself every day. And not it's, night, it's when you can't
1: unity. It's I unity was so that, bad at Fall Guys.
0: Has. I don't know why I can't beat it.
1: You just need to like concentrate or something. You just gotta like. I, just keep on going. I don't know, just
4: man. I like, feel like I, feel like I just on can't on. do it anymore. I know I, I peaked early. And I just can't get a crown anymore. At my yeah, age, I can't even peak anymore. You should probably see a doctor about that.
0: As most of my jokes are. Well, speaking of um cum jokes, let's move on to the best new hardware of twenty twenty. So in this category, we have we have the PS five the Xbox Series X slash S, the DualSense controller, the NVIDIA 30 Series RTX GPUs, and the Oculus Quest 2. Keelan. when those RTX cards came out, first of all, where are you at with your RTX case? Oh, yeah. <laughs> have you? Oh, yeah, Let's guys. check in. All right. I'm
2: on block three now. That's hey, good. Right? Hey. You moved
1: hey. up to
2: Yeah, yeah. We're, we're we still getting don't know somewhere. how big
0: these blocks are, right?
2: What? No, no idea. Absolutely no clue. There's still no ETA but God 3 dear. out of 12 or 11, however many they are, that's, that's progress, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's something. So I think with most of the stuff we'll talk about at length, except for the, the GPUs. So, Keila, tell us a little bit about, like, when these got announced, are these a massive leap forward? You're probably our most computer-savvy member. Mm-hmm. Where does this kind sort of set gaming? What direction does it launch? Because these sort of new GPUs are sort of, they set the trends.
2: Yeah, I guess they kind of do. And... um you know, PCs have traditionally been the space where you see the the best kind of visual quality overall, um, higher than than consoles. Um, but I really feel like at this point in time we're kind of in this diminishing returns area. The yeah. the the GPUs aren't powerful enough to deliver something that is like dramatically better than consoles, with the exception of ray tracing and, um, in v- Nvidia's case, uh, something called DLSS, Deep Learning Super Sampling. That's a game changer, and I'm sincerely hoping that that comes. To consoles, that kind of technology, yes, please. Where it essentially use it trains an AI model to upscale a lower resolution image to a higher resolution image, and you gain significant amounts of performance, but it looks nigh on identical to native rendering resolution. It's incredible. It's amazing. So, I don't know. I'm hoping that that informs the console games moving forward, but yeah, like- at this stage, it's it's not that interesting, Jesse. To be honest with you.
0: Keelan and I have like a fair bit of like you know light-hearted, friendly ripping back and forth. You being more PC guy, maybe more console. We sort of go back and forth on that a little bit. And I remember watching the uh, Nvidia thirty series uh, launch event and some of the trailers and stuff that they were showing off, and just watching you being like, "This is amazing," but also, "Fuck, Keelan is right. This is really good. <laughs> we can't beat this." <laughs> some that of it that is. trailer with the um the marbles on the desk. And we saw the the ray traces, like the reflections moving off these marbles, rolling down, and it's it's spectacular. But I think the game that blew me away when it was showed running on the high end GPUs is Minecraft. Yeah, because your brain is so set to know what Minecraft looks like. So when it looks when there are elements within that world that look ultra realistic, like the water and the lighting, it it is like mind blowing. That game can be really, really pretty.
2: I really hope that that version of Minecraft can make its way to the consoles as well, because now they are That'd sort cool. of somewhat capable of doing stuff like that. So maybe like a reduced fidelity version of Minecraft RTX could appear. That would be
0: incredible. Um, also, just to stop on another piece of hardware before we reveal the winner. Something that really impressed me lately is the uh, the quick resume on the Xbox Series X. I'm playing a lot of Cyberpunk lately. If you want to hear my thoughts on that, we do have a a bit of a spoiler cast out. Um, Literally, I press the on button on my Xbox, and by the time the TV's on, I can be in Cyberpunk. There is no delay. Now, I love the PS5, and I love the games I'm playing on it. I'm still preferring the PS5 because of its games. But purely like hardware-wise, the Xbox is flattening the PS5 right now for me because of how quickly I'm getting into a game. I am not fucking around with anything else. And that can be when you're really like kind of tired or lethargic or distracted, that can be a barrier. It's like, oh, can I bother loading up, you know? Um, I'm playing Phoenix, um, Immortals Phoenix Rising on the PS5 at the moment. Like, am I going to sit through, load it up, pick on the get, pick the game, wait for it to load up, blah, blah, blah. I know it's only going to take me like, you know, 90 seconds to two minutes. Or am I going to play Cyberpunk and I'm, I'm, I'm already in? By the time I've thought about it, I'm already in. It, it, it's something I didn't expect to affect my gaming as much, but I'm playing a lot more games because of it. So, hey, I'm a fan. But let's see what gets the win. Simon, Drum roll, please. Trip. And the winner. best hardware release in 2020 is the PS5. At 38.1% of the vote, um, nice. runners up. We have a tie between the Dual Sense controller and the Xbox Series X and S at 28.6% each. The NVIDIA Series X, sorry, NVIDIA 30 Series RTX GPUs at 4.8%. And the Oculus Quest, none of us can afford one, so that's why it's got 0%. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Although, very, very cool. Yeah. Um, sorry, I just got my tongue, t- tongue twisted on the Xbox Series X. Did you guys hear that, um, so, there is a, a court case against CD Projekt Red for many, many reasons. The initial court documents kept confusing the Xbox One X and Xbox Series X course, throughout the whole thing. They had to, they had to redo it because <laughs> these lawyers who you know, <sighs> aren't in the kind you of know. gaming sphere, of course, are just like, is it the same thing? I, I just love that. Microsoft have been sort of, em- not embarrassed, but it's been shown that, hey, this is a really dumb naming convention you've gone with it's here. It's an this awful is real dumb. naming convention. Ugh. All right. Next category. So we've we got Story Mode Gaming, and we, we should agree to the to Best Story, because that's
3: that's, that's our thing. thing.
0: Yeah. That's our thing. Category uh, for Best Story 2020, our nominees are Last of Us Part Two from Naughty Dog, Spider-Man Miles Morales from Insomniac, Ghost of Tsushima from Sucker Punch, Hades, Super Giant Games, Final Fantasy VII Remake from Squeenix. I want to give a bit of a shout out to the the Miles Morales storyline again, because I think I knew that Last of Us 2 was going to kind of mess me up emotionally, but Miles Morales was a bit of a blindside. I didn't think this game was going to make me so upset about this. Um, especially the ending. The yep. ending has a genuine movie climax feel to it. It does. Where it wraps up emotionally so wonderfully. It's heartbreaking, but it's hopeful. And it's, it's very well acted. The writing team at Insomniac are just... Whew, buddy. Very good. Yeah. There any Any particular story that stuck out to you guys?
1: Um, I don't probably know, it- just the, like, it's, it's very, <laughs> it's kind of one of the, like, w- ugh, fuck me, I can't even speak. <laughs> like what you said about how you knew it was going to affect you emotionally with the last of us, but it's not even the emotional part of it. It's how they've, they, they flipped it in the middle, which like yeah. when that happened, it was like, oh, we're going to do this now. Like, I understand, I get it. But the fact that it affected seemingly everyone who played it really, um, from what I've heard anyway, uh, affected everyone's perspective and yeah how they felt coming out of the game or going to see certain characters like i think that's a massive credit to how they told the story
0: to take a massive risk like they do in last of us 2 story-wise and to nail it so well that it actually affects the way i think about the original dramatically like if if i go back and play the original last of us i'm gonna look at the game very very i'm gonna look at my actions within the game very differently to do that to one of my favorite games takes some phenomenal writing. Um, and again, like Lean on the performance and stuff that we've already spoken about.
4: Um, Absolutely. I mean, like the thing about The Last of Us Part 2 for me was that I never considered the original Last of Us to have an incredible story. It had some interesting characters uh that were compelling, but I found the actual everything that was actually going on was very played out and it's something you've seen a million times before it was just a road trip that it was kind of directionless you know well yeah. like they they had a single objective throughout the entire game and it was just them you know it was just a road trip kind of movie
1: on their way there and,
4: yeah yeah um and it didn't really hit me the way other it hit other people i didn't really think much of it so to have the last of us part 2 come out and just like i actually think that <laughs> the story it tells is something unique and worth listening to. Um, I agree. And I think it is uh, profound. Um, Yeah, I I think that hits me that much harder coming from a played out story that I've seen a million times. It's
0: super ballsy from Neil Druckmann and the team at Naughty Dog to make a sequel that I I don't want to say, for lack of a better term, nobody asked for. People were interested in Last of Us 2 sequel, but it wasn't needed. But to then make it, and make it a commentary basically on the first game and your actions in the first game was such a risk. And some would say it didn't pay off. I mean, we've gone into detail about the blah, blah, blah so, um, controversy around it.
4: But mm. yeah, man. Oh, it's so confronting. It's like, it it at- is a genuinely confronting game. It's one of those things where it's so hard for me to make this decision because. On one hand, I do have The Last of Us Part Two that I think is a work of art. And on the other, I have Final Fantasy VII Remake. And it's... I know I've said it a million times and I've harped on about it so much. Um, but the way... The kind of direction that game heads is completely unexpected. And I don't think... Like, I don't think it's saying too much to be able to say that. Um, I think yeah. everyone gets it at this point. Um, but, like... The direction it heads and what that means for the future is so exciting that it makes me like happy to be able to play games like that. And the way it kind of has sparked a conversation and it has people combing over trailers and has people combing over cutscenes and um it encourages replays is something very special. And I think it's only was, able to do so because of how well written it actually is. I, I think
3: I think these two games uh, actually make, sort of make for a really good parallel in a sense, in that Last of Us Part Two makes a very direct commentary on the game before it. It is directly, everything is related to that, and it starts from there. That is your base. That is your origin point. That is where everything stems from. Whereas I feel like Final Fantasy VII Remake looks at its origin game, looks at Final Fantasy VII, and goes, cool. I'm going to fuck with this.
4: Yeah, man. The Last of Us Part Two
3: honors it. Because, yeah, I mean, I I don't want to go too too deep into spoiler territory here. Um, You know, obviously it honors a lot of what the original is and what it does in terms of the story, but with some of the very late game um, shenanigans that happened, it leaves people questioning what's going to happen next. And you wouldn't think that for a game that's meant to be a remake. You wouldn't sit there and go, oh, shit, what's going to happen next in the story? You feel like you should know. It's a remake, for Christ's sake. But this yeah. this remake has gone, nah, I'm going to leave a couple of breadcrumbs
4: that are going to take you down some weird rabbit holes. That's right. Anyway, th- things could play out mm-hmm. the way they did in the original, and I'd yes. still be on the edge of my seat because they've, yes, they've kind of sprinkled just enough in that I, I'm i anticipating anything could happen. It could play out exactly the same as the original and I'd still be heartbroken and I'd be on the edge of my seat because I didn't see that coming or it could take a completely different turn and, you know.
0: Also, four out of five of these nominees, Sony games. <laughs> good, good work, Sony. Holy shit. Now bring Hades to PS4 or PS5. Please. Complete the circle. <laughs> kind of want to play this on console. Alright. Drum roll plus. Rippity doodad. Alright. Winner. Best story 2020 goes to The Last of Us Part 2. 42.9% yeah. of the vote. Round of up. Uh, Spider-Man at 23.8. A tie between Ghost of Tsushima and Final Fantasy 7 at 14.3 and Hades at 4.8. That's a well-deserved winner there. Yeah. What? let move on. Most anticipated games scheduled for release in 2021. Now, I'm saying we stress scheduled. Yeah. <laughs> because let's face it, not all of these will be releasing next year. Delays happen, especially you know, COVID may be getting uh you know chilling out a little bit more in some countries, but in other countries where a lot of games are made. Um, America it's, it's getting uh, worse. It's a, it's a different beast at the moment, so who knows? I imagine a lot of these games will be delayed. But nominees include Horizon Forbidden West from Guerrilla Games, God of War Ragnarok from Santa Monica Studios, Halo Infinite from 343 Industries, Resident Evil Village from Capcom, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart from the Somniac games, Far Cry 6 from Ubisoft, Monster Hunter Rise from Capcom, Deathloop from Arkane Studios Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga from Traveler's Tales and The Medium from Bloober Team. Guys, what are, you, what are you pumped for next year? Monster Hunter. Yeah, I put it in there for you. <laughs> yeah,
3: I know, I know you did. I know. Yeah, you I did.
0: Did. I put that there. It wasn't gonna um, win.
3: Th- th- I honestly think pretty much all of those games sound fantastic. I mean, these really all sound
0: yeah. th- like this year was really, really good. Next year is going to be a blockbuster year. I am <laughs> so pumped! Like. Halo being pushed back into next year, I think it's nothing but a good thing, from what, especially from what we saw Agreed. in some of the. Uh, yeah,
2: that's the, that's uh, made so me more outcry. excited for the game. Same because here. You've, I'm pumped you've for this. given it time to be the game that it should be rather than pushing it out and being shit um, like certain games this year.
0: The mm-hmm. one I'm really pumped for is Ratchet and Clank. There's actually, there's two here that I'm pumped for Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart because it's going to be a next, or I guess like current gen, a PS5 exclusive. They're not mm-hmm. making it for last gen. I really want to see how far they push it. Mm, I yeah. think the whole um, going between um, different dimensions is so perfectly suited to the SSD speeds. It's going to be a bit of a a technological showcase in the same vein of um, uh, Astro's Playroom. Okay, I'm going to get that sort of vibe from it. And the other one, purely because I watched it and I, I I almost got a little bit choked up watching it. Lego Star Wars. <laughs> like, Travel Star <laughs> I, I love the Lego games. I think they're really, really fun, and they capture the essence of what they're emulating. So for Jurassic Park, they do it really well with Harry Potter, blah blah blah. But the Lego one, the, sorry, the Star Wars one, the ones I first had a connection with, and watching the the trailer, and just all these really important characters and characters that I you know I have an attachment with, like you see like, um, uh, Leia in the later films that she comes out, and it's like, oh, fuck it up. Like, it hits you really hard, but it's kind of cute to see you know, Carrie Fisher with a smile on her face. I know she's made of Lego, but it's really heartwarming to see. It's even <laughs> making parts of Rise of the Skywalker look exciting somehow. <laughs> I don't know how they've managed to do that. Because <laughs> I, I, I fell off Star Wars real hard when they came out. Um, I still
4: haven't seen it, man. Yeah. It's, I really uh, I, haven't. I, oh,
0: I won't go into it. I've got many thoughts. This just looks like a real love letter to the entire franchise. Totally. And I, it, it just, there's it, it, enduring cuteness to it and adoration for the original source material. I find really infectious. I would have and been uh, excited really to
4: play the complete saga remastered for this current gen. Um, but instead yeah. they go back and they're completely redoing it all. The whole thing. And it's like, yeah. okay, Amazing. it's like, I'm in.
0: <laughs> this is pod racing. Like his so a-
4: racing.
0: Yeah, I I have watched that trailer so many times. Um I think another one here that I'm very intrigued by is Deathloop. Yeah,
4: Deathloop, you-
0: Deathloop
3: I've got my eye on. I'm actually really keen for this as well. I, I think it it offers itself to be I think a gaming experience that will tell you what to do but not how to do it. Yeah, and it will lend itself very well to that format of right. You need to go eliminate this dude. You don't know what the repercussions are going to be. You don't know how that's going to affect the rest of your day. You don't know how that's going to, um, I guess, sort of block or change certain events. So I think it's really exciting to see how that's going to work. I'm hoping it looks, kid. it plays
0: out like Quentin Tarantino's Hitman.
3: Yeah, like that would be fun because
0: the um, the art style and just the the general vibe of it reminded me of some of the. Um, character cuts interspersed in uh, *Inglorious Bastards*. When they introduce some characters, they have the voiceover, and when they have it for, like, Hugo Stiglitz and stuff like that, and it's got a very yeah. different vibe to the rest of the film. That feels like they're stretched over with this really cool Art Deco style over top of it.
4: Yeah, I um, love that.
0: Yeah, this Big feels ten. cool.
4: I'm also... I'm really excited for The Medium when that comes out. Yeah! they've got some Simon he- team members being able to, you know, have a bit of an influence on on where that game's heading, as well as the composer um, doing some music for it. So I'm really excited to see what that has in store, especially because Blooper Team um, have been doing such a phenomenal job with horror games recently. Didn't it
3: also just perfect. get rated um, by
4: the Australian whatever ratings board? It got rejected and then it got resubmitted and it got an R18. Thank goodness. Yeah, R18+,
3: plus, isn't it? So... That should be uh, that should be fun,
0: right. Lauren. What what's got your eye for next year?
1: Um, I can't go past the Far Cry games, man. Despite I'll the fact that. how shit a girl. Five was with an asterisk on the end of that shit. Um,
0: literally at the end, the asterisk came in at the end. The asterisk keep on came forgetting
1: in at the end, and that was that literally it even the came only out. thing.
4: I don't know, man. Well, that entire it, game ugh. has like no personality to me. I feel like they the location was boring.
1: Yeah,
4: I don't know. The way I, you, like, the
1: gameplay itself was boring. The way that you they fed you the story was boring. Your character was boring. It was all boring, and I finished it. It was just <laughs> so like a sandbox. It's good, in a way,
4: it was, it was a sandbox, but you had like nothing to like you had no spade you had no bucket you had nothing yeah, it you were just left with that you have no water it it's, it's just that you like make this dumb sandcastle <laughs> that doesn't hold its shape and you're like yeah look you gotta take down seven trucks have fun but it's kind of like you build a sandcastle knowing at the end someone's gonna kick it over yeah Like.
1: I think yeah. I think honestly uh, I'm much more intrigued well I mean I'm intrigued because of the uh,
0: Giancarlo Esposito that
1: guy Gus, yeah. Mr Gus Fring um, I'm
0: Moff really excited Gideon. to see
1: what he can bring to it because, as much as the um, antagonists in Persona uh, Persona Five, God, Far Cry, 5, I'm tight. Far Cry Five was a Jared <laughs> Leto. Jared Leto was a pretty. They were pretty good. They were like um, they were good. They were decent. Pretty. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Having the having the big name in Far Cry Six, especially because every antagonist he seems to play is terrifying. Um, so like good. genuinely terrifying. And yeah so I'm excited to see what they're going to do with with the story but I I just I just need them to listen to like little old me. <laughs> <laughs> I need I need to go to Canada and uh write a letter. Learn how to speak French. Mhm. And, then, and no. tell them what to do. Exactly. And Jason Killer. Brody just give me just make him come back. It it felt like going skydiving and. On a different now,
0: <laughs> now if you're like me and you're listening to lauren talk about jason brody from far cry 3 it's like well, like he was so one-dimensional and wrong go back and listen to our, our spoiler cast of far cry 3 be convinced by lauren and then go back and play far cry 3 because that's what i've done and yep my mind has changed out <laughs> of a game runs a lot deeper than i thought it did
4: yeah uh, 100 and also
0: games. i mean games like horizon and god of war we know they're gonna be good yeah like, we that's we just know that that's a thing big given.
3: um i always find myself uh with with very particular like triple a games i find it hard to buy into the hype i never did it with cyberpunk i never fully bought into the hype i was always a bit resistant to it um but th- honestly in this list the game that has me the most hyped is Monster Hunt Arise. It is one of the games I just, no, I can't not get hyped for it, because I know it's going to be excellent, but I'm looking forward to the way it's going to be different. And that is what's You're most dog. exciting. It looks... It looks incredible. Yeah, with with your palamutes and stuff. Like, that's going to be something adorable. Like, uh, I've pre-ordered it, so I'm going to get like the golden retriever costume for it. So it's going to be even more of a special boy, and it's going to make me very happy. But even still, like, (laughs) it's it's one of those things that, like, God of War and Horizon are guaranteed to be incredible games, and they're going to be critically and, um, I guess, um, yeah, they're going to be critical darlings and same with the fans. The fans are going to eat that shit up and love it and adore, it, and it's going to be completely well-deserved. But the fact is, I feel like it's going to be kind of known how they're going to go. You know that they're going to be good and you know the, exactly the ways that they're going to be good. Monster Hunter Rise has done like the Monster Hunter team have released videos showcasing one of the weapons and how the weapons are different and it's some of the differences there that really excite me and I'm so keen to see how it's just going to innovate on what I'm in love with about the Monster Hunter franchise. I'm Look, I so haven't excited. seen the
0: trailers. Inse- is the insect clave in it? Yes, of course it is. All right, not I'll, buy, remove it. The I'll buy it. I'll pre-order it then. Like, that's all I needed. I want the insect clave because now I know how to use it. So that's fun for me. <laughs> but yeah, but you send the let's out. see what the listeners are looking forward to next year. So, drum roll, please. Rip. And our most anticipated game, I'm not going through the whole fucking list, is... Ooh, a draw. Rose on 28.6% of the vote. We have God of War Ragnarok and Far Cry 6.
3: Wow. Hey. Hey. Ooh, okay. How many it's times tough. did you vote on fucking Ragnarok, Jesse? Be honest.
0: Not enough to get it to win. <laughs> Lauren, how many times did you vote for Far Cry 6? I
1: ain't saying nothing.
0: We cancel each other out. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Let's move on to the big one. Now, we did this one a little bit differently with Game of the Year. Because let's just go... I'll go through the categories first and explain our scoring system for this. Because it's a little bit different from the other categories. So, our nominees for Game of the Year 2020. The winner of the first inaugural Story Mode Golden Campfire Award. I've just named it that. We have Hades from Supergiant. The Last of Us Part 2 from Naughty Dog. Doom Eternal from id Software. Spider-Man Miles Morales from Somniac, Animal Crossing New Horizons from Nintendo, Ghost of Tsushima from Sucker Punch, Final Fantasy 7 Remake from Square Enix, Cyberpunk 2077 from CD Projekt Red, Half-Life Alyx from Valve, and Demon Souls from Bluepoint. Now, there are some very, very deserving winners in this category. This is an amazing lineup of games, and I thought it was a bit unfair... When you'd only vote for one and you'd ignore another, say so you wanted Last of Us Two to win, and you but you also want to give Hades some credit, you want Ghost of Tsushima to win, but you also really enjoyed Half-Life Alex. So what we did is you ranked them. There are ten games here. You give them a lot of ranking ranking um, from first to to last, to your least favorite. So the total score that these games will get is out of two hundred and ten, um, and I'll read out all the scores at the end. But look, I'm just gonna go around the room. And I want to hear your your game of the year. Keelan, what's your game of the year?
2: My game of the year is Hades. Easy. Why? Um, It's just in a year that a lot of massive AAA games came out that I would definitely have spent hundreds of hours in. I didn't. I spent it on Hades instead. You spent a lot the, of time in Hades, dude. The characters are fantastic. Um, the gameplay is so solid, and it's different every single time. It takes all the things that I don't like about roguelikes, and it turns it into a positive. Um, so instead, you forget of, you know, that the
0: roguelike. Sorry, you forget that the roguelike. Yeah, you I keep uh, forgetting that it is because I don't like roguelikes either.
2: Yeah, it just it
0: doesn't and feel
2: like you're wasting your time. Everything you do, every single run, you achieve something, you accomplish something, and it just it feels good. I can't get enough of that game and I still can't put it down.
0: Simon? Oh um
3: hmm. Uh I can't really vote for Among Us, so or we'll Final Fantasy, or Monster Hunter, so uh <laughs> it's Hades. It's another one. Hades. It's Hades. It's definitely Hades for very much the same reasons that Keelan just said. I do not like roguelikes. I don't like rogue lights either. What's wrong with you guys? They're fun. We're not good at these games. That's Uh the thing. Like, I suck at these sorts of games and I don't feel like I accomplish anything. So I'd walk away from a game like that and just feel kind of shit. Whereas because of the way Hades handles meta progression so well and integrates it into the story that it is trying to tell you, it just makes for such... Even if you fail
0: within the first couple of rooms... You still feel like you achieved something. You never feel like you die. You feel like you progress because yeah. every time you die, the story goes further and you're stronger, and therefore you keep going. So at no point when I died did I think, oh, you know, that fucking sucks." It's like, okay, cool. I'm I'm actually moving forward in the game by going backwards. I, in, I in never felt yet. punished for it.
3: Yeah, exactly. Like you, you don't you don't get punished for. Kind of, you know, fucking up a few times or whatever. You still get something out of it. You still get extra dialogue. You still get to go home and pat Severus because he is a good boy and needs to be pat. <laughs> one head's better time. than the other,
0: though. Sorry, one of the heads is better than the others. Well,
3: he li- it literally says like, oh, it's yep. a shame you only like to be pet on the one head. I don't like. <laughs> I like
0: a oh. like jerks.
3: <laughs> I, I I wanted to pat all three of them at once, but
0: I'm not allowed. Apparently. So that's fine. Got- Two votes for Hades. Josh, what's the game of the year?
4: No surprise here. It has to be Final Fantasy 7. Um, I think, I know I've already gushed enough about the story, um, but I think what's most impressive is that um, after Kingdom Hearts 3 last year, uh, delivering satisfying combat, um, but kind of failing with the way the story wrapped up, um, I was really impressed walking away from Final Fantasy VII Remake and actually really enjoying the combat. Um, I know going into it, I was. I wanted it to be maybe a bit more action oriented than what it ended up being. Um, but walking away from it, it was just an awesome combination of like active time-based battles of the earlier games with that kind of real-time Kingdom Hearts kind of action, flashy action RPG combat, um, and I think. And then adding in, like, the stagger meter from Final Fantasy 13 of all places. Yeah, and it's like just... Like, really added to that. Yeah, and it's just, like, playing as each character, each member of your party feels like you're playing an entirely different game, where, like, Tifa has these awesome fast jabs, um, with her gloves, and then like Barrett, and just like sits back, and he like lets rip with his massive, you know, chain gun that he has on his. He's hand. so angry.
0: Barrett's so angry and everything. I He's fucking a good love Barrett. Calm a good down, Barrett. Chill out. That's why you lost an arm. Um,
4: and Is then like having Aerith like dancing around with her staff, just feeling like so graceful. Um, I was just really impressed the way they managed to pull that off, um, and kind of satisfy me in a kind of tactical kind of way, as well as that action character combat. Um, And then, yeah, delivering on the story in the way that it has and ending in the way that it does makes me so, so excited for the rest of these, you know, these installments to come out and see where they take it. And I haven't felt that happy finishing a game or that rewarded for following um, this subset, like of this series for as long as I have and, you know, pouring over the CG film and the anime and playing the PSP spinoff and stuff like that. I felt rewarded in a way that, you know, honestly, in the way that I wanted Kingdom Hearts three to reward me. Um, and I kind of gave up hope on that kind of payoff ever happening with a franchise and it did it. <laughs> I think that was really, yeah. really great.
0: What about you, Lauren? What was your game of the year? That's on this list.
1: (laughs) Far Cry 3, definitive edition. No. Um, no, I I think my game of the year for this year, very tough year, extremely tough year, but I think uh, I've got to give it to The Last of Us Part 2. Basically just for the way it, like, affected me, like, emotionally and how, like, invested I was in the story itself, like... The fact that, um, like Abby's character development and then character arc as well, how much that just flipped just on its head. Like, cause I going into it, you know, you kind of, uh, as the main conflict kind of happens, you think like, okay, it's going to be, we're going to go after this person and then, you know, we're going to get revenge or something's going to happen along the way. That's going to either stop that or whatever, because it's never even, never cut and dry as it is. but the fact that you could put both Ali and Abby in protagonist and antagonist in this game was, like, amazing. And I didn't – as much as I saw it coming when you kind of um, step into the other shoes, you kind of go, like, oh, I see where it's going now. But then you don't realise that when you get to the end of that journey, you're rooting for the opposite side. Like, it's yeah. that was an, – and especially after going through the entire first game, as much as the, the story was a cliché or – it's been done a million times before, like as much as you feel for those characters, like it is insane to come out the other side, just like uh, rooting for the opposite team, not even really having seen, like you don't even see a bad side to that team either. You just kind of, you just root for the one that you're playing as instead. And it's, that was, that was incredible. And um, yeah, just, just kind of. (laughs) Uh, how, what it throws in your face at the end as well. Like, it's hard oh, to say gosh. without spoilers, but like, you know, um, just, uh, yeah, a, a very big impact. Very, very big impact.
0: I think I would also give it to Last of Us Part 2 for the exact reasons that Lauren just outlined. So I won't go into too much. Um, I will just say, I want to give it like a shout out. I, maybe next year we'll do a, a kind of soundtrack music category because there is. A few notes that are played throughout Last of Us Part 2 that are so evocative of the entire storyline. If I hear them, because I listen to the soundtrack quite a bit when I'm working, um, because sometimes work feels like playing Last of Us Part 2 and it's punishing. There are a few <laughs> notes on the guitar that really like kind of like well up emotions in me because it all just comes rushing back. And there is a scene at the end of the game. Um, that involves a guitar and playing a guitar. And it it really fucked me up when I, first, when I, when I played the game. So, this is a shout-out to that. But I also want to give a shout-out to a game that's not on the list. And I know I said, um, hey, Lauren. The
1: rules. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: you know what?
3: Yeah, hang on a second. I'm Dude. the
0: host. What are you going to do? <laughs> now, there's a game that I wish, I, in hindsight, I was able to put on this list. And I'll at least give some credit to this year. Because it's up to me. Let's face it, I would probably take Cyberpunk off this list. Um, as we've discussed, and if you want to hear further thoughts on that, we need a spoiler cast on. You should go back and listen to that one. But um Splatoon, oh, sorry, Splatoon, Splunky 2. <laughs>
3: Splatoon 2, yeah.
0: Splatoon 2. Ooh, yeah, 2. bring it back. So good. Not the type of game that I used to play at all. Did I get far in it? Not at all. Did I play it for hours every night over a month? Yes. I was talking shit. I got a few friends who would play at the time. My partner would sit next to me. We'd walk in their house humming the music. We love like the little pets you get. I- every day I was working out new ways to get through. It is a unparalleled punishing experience. Like it made de- like playing Demon's Souls late later this year, I felt like I was prepared for it when playing um Splatoon. So, so <laughs> FUCK! Why is every game named the same thing? <laughs> Spelunky 2 <laughs> Spelunky 2 um, Give it a shot It's very hard And I believe it's on Switch now It's coming to Switch soon or
3: I believe it's coming to Switch Yes. Oh my Come god to I'm see.
0: gonna get right back into it So Long story short My answer is also The Last of Us Part 2 But That doesn't necessarily mean That everyone loves the games we, we like So I'm gonna Rip this one open Can I have a drum An extra big Can I get a drum roll from everyone Game of the year I want a drum roll from everyone
4: I'm sorry Kaelin it Psychoels. Kills. A- kills.
0: Three, two, one. Woo! No symbol. There's no crash symbols going on. Alright, let's let's as I say, let's fuck this chicken. Alright. Now I'm gonna go from third third place. Out of a possible 210 votes, we have The Last of Us Part 2 on 148. In second place, we have Spider-Man, Miles Morales, at 155 votes. And our winner, at 160 out of a possible 210 possible votes, we have Spelunky We have Ghost Tsushima.
1: Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Yay! Woo! Wow!
0: Looking at the list, that makes most sense. Yeah. Because Hades... Not everyone's going to play a game like, hey, they just it's an indie game. Not everyone's going to indie game. Last of Us Part 2, somewhat controversial and d- uh, divisive. I know. Crazy. Um, Spider-Man Miles Morales, a lot of people waiting for that on PS5, and they don't have one yet. Ghost of Shima, it is amazing. It's cinematic. It has some yeah. great characters. Got brilliant bats. combat. One of the best goddamn photo modes I've ever experienced in a game. And everyone was playing it. <laughs> Like, it was a time when everyone was playing it and no one had a bad word to say about it. Like, ha- have you guys played the game as well?
4: Yeah. I have. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, didn't enjoy far, it much.
1: But,
3: <laughs> no, I, I didn't get very far, but that was my own doing. So, I had too much going on. Couldn't dedicate the time to it. And yeah. So, I feel like I'm, once I'm going back and finishing Final Fantasy 7 Remake, I'm. Uh, I'm on the second last chapter. Side note, my fucking achievements didn't carry over from the PS4 for some reason. So I don't b- I don't
0: believe you made them, I don't believe you achieved them. No, yeah, cuz I'm on I'm on cha- I'm on Call chapter, chapter
3: 17 and like all of the other achievements for doing chapters just aren't there. Like, oh, okay. Anyway, um so yeah, I'm finishing that and then I'm going to dedicate the time to playing Ghost
4: of Tsushima the way it should be played. I'm gonna I go think back that to- I Sorry just on. came into it Um, after The Last of Us Part Two and um, playing some big games around that time as well, like big open-world RPG kind of things. And I think I was just a bit burnt out at the time Um, because looking at it now, I'm like, oh, this looks so much better than Valhalla and I'm loving Valhalla. um, And the the size looks like perfect. It doesn't look too big, you know. It looks like it just trims a lot of that fat off. What's the new
0: Ghost of Tsushima DLC called? Um, What is it called? The multiplayer? Legends. It looks amazing, and they've got new skins out. From there you can get um, special armour that looks like uh, either something from Shadow of the Colossus, Bloodborne, God of War, or Horizon. They have these inspired so samurai outfits. I really like that.
4: I'm looking forward to going back to it. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, I think it's this just one. a treat. I think it's going to be a treat.
0: At 60 on the PS5. Yeah. Um, I've seen some footage of it, and yeah. I think I, the game, I need to start from the start, because kind of like you, um, Josh, I came into this basically on the tail end of Last of Us. So I think I was very emotionally exhausted from games. So I played it and I got, I don't know what burnt me out about it. It wasn't the game itself. I think it was just me.
4: Yeah. Same here. I'm kind of in the spot. I was like, hey, okay.
0: I, I, I can play a, an open world game again. I can get into this combat again um, and get into these characters again. So, Hey, well done. And for a new IP to win the game of the year. God damn.
4: And sucker punch. Well Shout deserved. out to Sucker Punch, yeah. man. Underdogs Shout out, out to Sucker so Punch. Long. I love Sly Cooper. Also... Love Infamous. Yeah. Um. And it's like it's about oh time they got this give kind of recognition. F- give
0: us a Sly Cooper, um, like
4: that. Dude, just give me Sly Five. Just give
0: me it's a give me Sly Five, yeah. Yeah.
3: Time. But also, I just I just want to point out that none of us were really buying into the hype for Ghost of Tsushima. We were all a little bit
0: eh Weary. About it. Mm. Not yeah. wary. Not so wary, but yeah a new um a new property that was really leaning. a lot of stuff i read about it was about its cinematic qualities and i find when games lean too much into one aspect of itself i i'm not into it because it's like it's too much of that um but yeah, goes stuck up a nice balance really, oh, yeah. really nice and- balance yeah. Again, like uh, you know, I, I was. Yeah, I think it was two days before the game
3: came out. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll pre-order it and I'll take a chance on this game. Let's do it. And I am so glad that I did because even though I haven't experienced much of the game, all that I have experienced has been fun and just good, just just fucking good. So yeah, the- has so a grappling much. hook. Congratulations, sucker punch.
0: All right. Well, guys, that's that's twenty twenty. We're done. Wrap it up. Scrunch hey. the episode up like paper around me. My room was a mess. I threw these envelopes everywhere. I regret it. It, it was I'm great to idiot. the dramatic effect, nah, but the problem
3: idiot. is no one <laughs> listening to this could see you through the papers. So. <laughs> well,
0: I'll take a phone off it and everyone can feel my pain. So, congratulations <laughs> to Ghost Tsushima. Um, unfortunately, Jin Sakai couldn't be with us today to, to accept his award because he is in Japan. Um, so congrats to Ghost Tsushima and Sucker Punch for winning game- the first annual Golden Campfire Award from Mode Gaming. Woo! But with that, we're going we're gonna to bid you guys adieu. We'll take you next week off as well because I am sleepy um, and sick and I need a week off. <laughs> no, we're going to take a week off. Um, this sur- survey for these results also included a question about what you guys want to see from us next year. So we're going to kind of go away with that work out some plans and come back um, bigger and better than ever in 2021 we also have we have some really really cool ideas in the work so i think you'll like what's coming next but if you want to have a look if you want to you know fill the gap in your heart that will occur next week when you don't have a new podcast from us and want will see some old episodes we're on spotify and itunes so subscribe and leave us a review while you're there check out all the other fan critical podcasts um they're also on all good podcasting services keep up to date with all your news at storymodegaming.com and you can also check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Story Mode Oz. If you want to check a few bucks our way to get access to a few extra shows, we are on Patreon, just such a fan critical, and you get access to the Discord server run by our own, very own Simon Evans. Come talk- chat Monster Hunter Rise with me. It's good. I'm gonna come talk to you about Fortnite.
3: It's the weirdest way I've ever heard someone pronounce Monster Hunter Rise, but okay.
0: I have a lift. Um <laughs> <laughs> and with that guys it's been a it's been a, a fucking good first year it's been a good time it with has, you guys. So, yeah. so, my, my thanks to all all, all of you guys because getting too sappy it's been, been a very very good time so Lauren Josh Keelan Simon thank you and I hope you had fun tonight and thank
2: you Jesse thanks Jesse oh, thanks oh, everyone oh, else oh. it's been awesome thank you guys thanks yeah. yes, everyone
0: thanks
1: time. What a time.
0: What a time with a what H and a indeed. Y. All right. Why start making herb jokes? Brig. <laughs> oh, no. All it's right, we're big. out of here. We'll catch you in two weeks. Peace out. Enjoy the new year. Play some games. Be safe. And he's a little on the forehead. Bye. Yeah, yeah, Bye. Bye.
4: Bye.
1: Penis fun.